While the country has been set on course for imminent collapse, old yeller Biden staggers forward with his job approval rating at 33%. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. His campaign of delusion leaning on abortion. The reason women are being forced to travel out of state This is going to go on for a while. They got this plan. Paranoid fantasies of threats to democracy. One thing that the president does not do is insult insult voters uh, or American people. Nothing but articles after articles after articles. He has expressed hatred for his Stop writing country. those articles. It doesn't matter. Look and it's at not. He has vitriol for them. And so does MSNBC and so does CNN and so does the New York Times. They have vitriol for half of the nation. They don't look at them like fellow Americans. And it's unfortunate. They try to paint them as racist. That all the things that they do to their fellow Americans who simply want a safe home, a safe community, for their children to have prosperity, they want the same thing. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. While waging war on the technologically driven workforce of 70 million independent contractors, a boneheaded move that can only further damage the future of the shrinking American economy. We're fundamentally changing the economy of this country, and everybody's getting a little worried about it. Old Yeller limps ever forward, begging to be fact-checked as he barks one lie after another. Over the last year, Prices are down on everyday items from a gallon of gasoline to a gallon of milk. And folks are beginning to feel it. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Consumer prices are up nearly 14%. Gasoline is up 39.1%. And while an infinite number of illegals line up to receive Obamacare, the number of American citizens without health insurance went down by 4.2 million. Publicly held debt is up 13.7%. And the amount of citizens on food stamps has increased. Adding to old yellers and reckoning with the data, his main handler, Barack Obama, is reportedly panicking, begging old Yeller to drop out while frantically playing musical chairs with his aides. Old Yeller hasn't just angered MAGA Republicans with vitriol aimed at millions of Americans free to vote for whoever they choose. Democracy means rejecting and repudiating political violence, regardless of party. Such violence is never, never, never acceptable in America. It's undemocratic. And it must never be normalized to advance political power. And everyone beware, because they're not going to stop. It is going to, they're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. Old Yeller has managed to anger disgusted parents, foreign dignitaries, minorities. They're going to put you all back in chains. Democrats. Get your words straight, Jack. Independence and everyday Americans. You are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our guns. You're full of shit. All right, thank now, you. Now, now, shush. Shush. And I love people who say, the blood of liberty, or excuse me, the, excuse me, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. 
Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. He may have a dim clue that he's going to get what's coming to him from God Almighty before the Biden show drives off the cliff. How involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? Were you involved? No, I wasn't. Were you? No. That said, Old Yeller's tenure has proven one thing. The compromised uniparty sex club known as Congress is ill-prepared to deal with the overwhelming sabotage of the highest offices of the United States from within. So these parties are like, it gets hot and heavy. Yeah. It's like in heaven. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, in the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com. Look at the ingredients and investigate it and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now. InfoWarsStore.com. It's Friday, January 26th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this Friday edition of The American Journal. Very excited to be here with you. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We are going to be welcoming Gabrielle Clark in the third hour. We'll be opening up the phone lines nice and early today. I think we'll also do a, a Twitter space today as well. Didn't do one yesterday because we had just too much news to cover. We still have a lot of news today. Of course, developments on the Texas-Mexico border, developments in the Middle East, and some just inexplicable policy decisions from the Biden administration. We have a lot to cover. Let's just get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 26th of January, 2024. Our first story, Biden set to announce new liquid natural gas export ban after White House met with the Gen Z climate warrior. Believe it or not. In a statement released by the White House briefing website, President Biden said early Friday, quote, my administration is announcing today a temporary pause on pending decision of liquefied natural gas exports with the exception of unanticipated and immediate natural nat- national security emergencies. During this period, we'll take a hard look at the impacts of LNG exports on energy costs, American uh, energy security and our environment. This pause on new LNG approvals sees the climate crisis for what it is, the existential threat of our time. An existential threat of our time. 
Biden, or maybe his speechwriters, justified the new strategy by hyping climate doom, indicating, quote, in every corner of the country and the world, people are suffering, suffering the devastating toll of climate change. It's like a little bit colder some places and a little bit warmer others. Dear God, shut off the liquid natural gas. Shut it off now. According to the New York Times, ahead of the decision, the Biden team met with Alex Harus, a 25-year-old Colorado social media influencer who has led a social media campaign against LNG projects in the Gulf. As a reminder, 2023 saw U.S. seaborne crude exports average 4 million barrels a day, an all-time high, and up 19% year-on-year. In volumetric terms, the story has been all about Europe this year, said Reed Lanson, a senior commodity analyst at Kepler, uh, told Fright Waves. And we'll get into this a little bit more. Even Bloomberg is decrying this and warning about the horrible outcome. The pause is set to at least temporarily stall projects in development, including Commonwealth LNG, Energy Transfer LP, Venture Gold LNG uh incorporated facilities planned in Louisiana, noting that basically billions of dollars worth of infrastructure and and business plans are being ground to a halt because someone in Biden's team met with a 25-year-old social media influencer who is apparently now directing our energy policy based on the, the fever dream paranoia of a bunch of cult members. It's pretty wild. Biden also noted, we will not cede to special interests. Except the climate change agenda, except the climate change agenda, which is, in fact, a very special interest to which they're willing to sacrifice literally everything, everything, your your freedom, your ability to exist, your food. I mean, just everything is on the altar of uh, the climate god. But they don't even think that that's worth mentioning. But yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more later, get into the Bloomberg article where they just lay out exactly how devastating this liquid natural gas ban will be. It's all just so very, very stupid. Meanwhile, Alabama executes a man with nitrogen gas for the first time. Alabama executed a convicted murderer with nitrogen gas Thursday, putting him to death with the first-of-its-kind method and once again placed the U.S. at the forefront of the debate over capital punishment. The state said the method would be humane, but critics call it cruel and experimental. Officials said Kenneth Eugene Smith, 58, was pronounced dead at 8.25 p.m. in an Alabama prison after breathing pure oxygen gas through a face mask to cause oxygen deprivation. It marks the first time that a new execution method has been used in the United States since lethal injection. Now the most commonly used method was introduced in 1982. Apparently this guy somehow survived a previous attempt to execute him, which is pretty wild. This time he was successfully executed. Again, I don't see that uh, mentioned here, but yeah, apparently he... They, they, they couldn't find a vein for him last time. They couldn't find a vein for him last time to do the uh, lethal injection. Yep. Yeah. So this time they stuck a mask on him, let him breathe nitrogen gas. That's different than... That's not laughing gas, is it? Nitrogen gas? No. That's something else. Not the same stuff that's in our atmosphere, 70% of it. They didn't kill him with uh, whippets. The execution took about 22 minutes from the time between the opening and closing of the curtains to the viewing room. Smith appeared to remain conscious for several minutes. 
For at least two minutes, he appeared to shake and writhe on the gurney, sometimes pulling against the restraints. This was followed by several minutes of heavy breathing until breathing was no longer perceptible. Uh, yeah, people decrying this, saying it's cruel and unusual. I say just, just go back to hanging. I mean, what is the, you know, what's the deal here? Just, just hang the guy. Does it really matter? You're killing him. You're killing him dead. Hanging is probably the most, you know, merciful way to do that. Except for like a guillotine, maybe, but we don't usually chop heads off here in America. But yeah, I don't, uh, I don't even go. The big deal is about this. What we'll cover again a little bit later. The 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 leftist outrage at this. Uh, by the way, he was executed for the murder for hire killing of a 44 year old woman in 1988, uh, in which he, if I recall correctly. Uh, broke into her house and beat her to death with a uh, fireplace poker. So actually, now that I think about it, the more suffering, the better. Actually, now that I've had time to consider things, I think hanging is too merciful. I say go with the least reliable execution method method you got for people like that. Meanwhile, in the Middle East, some very bizarre changes in policy. U.S. and Iraq agree to start talks to end presence of U.S.-led coalition. The United States and Iraq have agreed to start talks on the future of the U.S.-led military coalition in Iraq with the aim of setting a timetable for a phased withdrawal of troops and the coalition's end, both governments have announced. The U.S. has a, had a continuous presence in Iraq since the 2003 invasion. U.S. combat forces left in 2011, but thousands of troops returned in 2014 to help the Iraqi government found ISIS. I'm sorry, defeat ISIL. In the years since, the presence of U.S. forces who have remained there to conduct counter, counter, that's with uh, quotation marks there, ISIL missions and training, which has been a lightning rod for increasingly influential faction of Iran-aligned militias and politicians in Iraq. So basically we're in talks now to withdraw from Iraq and uh, basically withdraw from the Middle East overall, including Syria as well. Which, again, is sort of exactly what we predicted here as soon as Israel started bombing Gaza. And we just sort of game-planned it out. And, of course, this was the threat of Hassan Nasrallah, the head of Hezbollah, who's basically like, you can tell Israel to stop right now, or this can keep going until America is completely banished from the Middle East, and you won't have a foothold here anymore. You'll have no influence over this ultimately important center of the civilized world. And I guess we chose uh, that latter path. We chose the path of just undoing everything we've gained in the Middle East over the last several decades. I'm in favor of this. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like retreating in disgrace and weakness. It would have been better if we'd left 10 years ago as the victors. But everything the Biden administration does is just pathetic beyond description. Meanwhile, so we're leaving Iraq, we're leaving Syria, apparently, we're withdrawing, we're in agreements, we're in talks to get out of there. I don't know where we're going to go. I mean, I think this means we're just leaving the Middle East entirely. However, there's now a dramatic arms agreement between the United States and Israel. Three new squadrons will be provided to the IDF. Thousands of armaments will arrive by air, train, air and train in the coming days. The U.S. and Israel have signed a huge deal, the details of which are un... Uh, are unveiled in this 
Hebrew newspaper, so that the translation is not exactly right. But we do have the numbers. There will be 25 F-35 aircraft, 25 F-15 IA squadron aircraft, 12 combat Apache helicopters, and thousand, many thousands of armaments that are expected to arrive in the coming days. So they're gearing up for the big one, folks. They're gearing up for the big war. Israel's announced that Iran is now a legitimate target for bombing and attacks. America was simultaneously discussing withdrawing from Syria and Iraq while carrying out major military operations in both of those states. And we are selling 50 fighter jets, 12 Apache helicopters, and thousands of other small arm armaments to Israel again in Preparation for a massive all-out conflict in the Middle East, which no people actually want, no citizens of any countries actually desire, but it is the desire of those people in charge, and you can see they're just they're just doing it. They're just doing it. So we, it seems like we're rapidly running out of time to prevent this cataclysmic nightmare of World War III. That is absolutely a choice that the people in charge of Israel and America are making. She just could stop at any time. She could not do World War III, but that's not the choice they've made. So we're driving headlong into it. And so I expect the propaganda machine is about to ramp up to levels that nobody would ever expect. So maybe maybe today we'll go back and look at the way that the American public was turned and twisted and coerced into approving of American involvement in World War One and World War II, both of which included extremely sophisticated, widespread, ubiquitous in terms of the American media market, onslaughts of propaganda from British intelligence. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit. There's a book on it called Desperate Deception, which lays out how prior to World War II, 90% of Americans wanted nothing to do with it. Of course, we know that that's why they had to do Pearl Harbor. That's why they had to allow and create the conditions for Pearl Harbor to happen in order to convince Americans that we'd been attacked and we had to respond out of our own safety. But even prior to that, you had hundreds of British agents in America stationed, headquartered in the Rockefeller Center in New York City, publishing books, writing newspaper articles, running TV shows, just infiltrating into every strata of society in order to push the mass of the American public towards a war that they wanted nothing, they wanted no part of. So I guess the question is now, do we even still have a representative republic that even cares to convince us to go to war? Or are we just going to go to war regardless of what Americans think and let the chips fall where they may? I think both possibilities are troubling. Finally, of course, we have this. This is a follow-up to the major story yesterday. Republican governors banned together issue joint statements supporting Texas's constitutional right to self-defense. This from the Republican Governors Association. 25 Republican governors released the following joint statement in support of Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Texas constitutional right to self-defense. The statement comes as the Biden administration continues to attack Texas and refuses to take action or responsibility for the crisis at the border. And yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and get into uh, get into this right now. I'll read that statement in just a second. I know we have some uh, videos on this as well that we'll pull up. 
So things have developed fairly rapidly. And one by one, Republican, every Republican governor at this point has issued statements of support. Some have sent National Guard troops. We can show you a map of that here in just a second. The Biden administration is being pressured by the leftist, socialist, communist infiltrators in the American Congress to seize the Texas National uh, National Guard from Greg Abbott. And, of course, as we pointed out yesterday, with all these other states cooperating, what does that mean? These are going to take over every state. The federal government is just going to capture every state's state guard. And it's not even the state guard. It's the National Guard, which can, in extreme circumstances, in emergency measures, can be taken over by the federal government. But as was explained by Dan Miller on this show yesterday, and I've seen confirmed multiple times by talking heads on, on Twitter and, and cable news, there is the state guard, which is not within the federal purview whatsoever, and it would not be that difficult of a transition to move the responsibilities of protecting the border from the National Guard, should it be federalized, to the state guard, which has no mechanism for federalization. And finally, again, you know, people are coming around. You know, Infowars, it's it's pretty funny how we just if we just say what needs to be said months and months ago, and we just have to sit here patiently waiting on the on the edge of acceptable discourse for everybody else to come around. We've got things like this from Not the Bee, why we need an asylum moratorium in the US and Europe. It's the argument I've been making for three years. It's not that complicated. It's pretty obvious, actually. If you're running some sort of charity that's supposed to benefit sick children, but instead you have a bunch of healthy adults showing up and you know, taking all the food you're offering or stealing all the money that you've uh, collected for these poor sick children, if it's not poor sick children receiving it, but rather grown adults who just show up and go, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 12, I have cancer, and just taking a lot of money. It's like, okay, we have to stop this now. Now nobody gets anything. It sucks because we liked having a charity for the children, but you people keep abusing our generosity, so now nobody gets anything. So now people are making that argument about asylum. It's obvious if you have this emergency procedure for extenuating circumstances where a government is hunting down its own people and they're trying to escape, and you go, okay, well, we don't have time to go through the normal process. Just get in here. We'll sort everything out later. And instead, it's tens of thousands of grown men from Haiti just hanging out on the border, you know, waiting to come in. We got to shut the whole thing down. The whole thing's got to end. The whole thing's got to be shut down. It's a shame, but it's not our fault for shutting it down. It's their fault for taking advantage of what could have been a good thing. People are recognizing that. People are coming around to that. There's also been a very disturbing, or as Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson puts it, very sobering letter from the former FBI, Homeland Security, and other law enforcement officials describing the chilling reality of the totally open border and the possibility or perhaps near inevitability of bad actors, militants crossing our border in an unknown and massive fashion. Trump has called for all willing states to deploy National Guard to Texas border and start the deportations. Former President Donald Trump posted to his Truth Social account that he's encouraging all willing states to deploy their National Guard to Texas to prevent entry of illegal immigrants. He made the call to do so after 
Texas Governor Greg Abbott declared an invasion and invoked Texas' right to self-defense, the first article of the Constitution. At least 14 states have signaled supporting Texas in its efforts. Now that number is up to 25. But what Donald Trump said was, when I was president, we had the most secure border in history. Joe Biden has surrendered our border and is aiding and abetting a massive invasion of millions of illegal migrants into the United States. Instead of fighting to protect our country from this onslaught, Biden is unbelievably fighting to tie the hands of Governor Abbott in the state of Texas so that the invasion continues unchecked. In the face of this national security, public safety, and public health catastrophe, Texas has rightly invoked the invasion clause of the Constitution and must be given full support to repel the invasion. He goes on to say, we encourage all willing states to deploy their guards to Texas to prevent the illegal in- the entry of illegals and to remove them back across the border. All Americans should support this common sense measure by Texas authorities to protect the safety, security, and sovereignty of Texas and of the United and of the American people. When I'm president on day one, instead of fighting Texas, I will work hand in hand with Governor Abbott and other border states to stop the invasion, seal the border, and rapidly begin the largest domestic deportation operation in history. Those Biden has let in should not get comfortable because they will be going home. Very powerful stuff. And, of course, many Republican uh, Congress or uh, I'm sorry, many Republican governors have heeded his call and have uh, either sent out words of support or actually sent troops to support Texas. The Republican Governors Association issued this statement. Yesterday, President Biden and his administration have left Americans and our country completely vulnerable to unprecedented illegal immigration pouring across the southern border. Instead of upholding the rule of law and securing the border, the Biden administration has attacked and sued Texas for stepping up to protect American citizens from historic levels of illegal immigrants, deadly drugs like fentanyl and terrorists entering our country. We stand in solidarity with our fellow governor, Greg Abbott, in the state of Texas in utilizing every tool and strategy, including razor wire fences to secure the border. We do it in part because the Biden administration is refusing to enforce immigration laws already on the books and is illegally allowing mass parole across America of migrants who entered our country illegally. The authors of the U.S. Constitution made it clear that in times like this, states have a right to self-defense under Article 4, Section 4, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 of the U.S. Constitution. Because the Biden administration has abdicated its constitutional compact duties to the states, Texas has every legal justification to protect the sovereignty of our states and our nation. Very, very good to hear. This map is one of uh, many maps being constantly updated as things develop. This one from State of Appalachia at Appalachistan, Appalachistani on X. And you've got here in red the, as he puts it, anti-federalist states, which means their current guard uh, deployment to Texas And in that camp, you've got Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Florida, Tennessee, and Virginia. In purple stands Kentucky, which says they've uh, deployed guards between 2021 and 2023, but have not issued a letter of support or a statement of support to Texas recently. Arizona has deployed guards to its own border, but none to Texas. And then all of these other striped red states have announced support but have not deployed uh, soldiers to Texas. That includes Alaska, Nevada, Utah, Wyoming, Idaho, basically all of the good states, all of the good states, which uh, means most of the south, the southeast, the Midwest, and the northwest, not including Washington, Oregon, or California. So very interesting developments in the 
coming civil war. I don't know. I don't know what this is exactly, but it is very exciting. We have lots of videos to show you on the other side of uh, people commenting on this and what their uh, input is. We'll also read that again, as, as Senator Ron Johnson puts it, very sobering letter from the former FBI, Homeland Security and other law enforcement officials as people within the federal government basically saying, no uncertain terms, the Biden administration has actively encouraged, facilitated, and allowed a full-scale military invasion of our country. And the people in charge of the security of our country are terrified at the implications of this. We'll be back on the other side. Stay with us. Support us at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is the only way that we'll be able to remain on air and years ahead of the rest of the conservatives in this country as we slowly but surely, like a tugboat towing a cruise ship, pull them in the right direction. We'll be right back. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD, like Rebel Zen, has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. I'm not on Team NFL. I'm not on Team NBA. I'm not on Team Olympics. I'm not on Team Globalist or wokeism in the New World Order. I'm on Team Humanity, ladies and gentlemen, that loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, where he agreed with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Team Humanity being under globalist attack. You can 
wear it. It's a great conversation starter, and you know it's supporting the info war that is at the very tip of the spear in the fight for Team Humanity. Get your limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts right now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Well, as Ron Paul would famously say, it's happening. 26 states, including Texas, are now standing against the tyrant Joe Biden's disillusion of the southern U.S. border. And Biden's announcement that he wants to seize control of the state guard, not so they can stop an invasion, but so that they will not stop an invasion. This is so historical, and, and, and by the hour, more states are joining us. In fact, some expect Democrats to now join this. Every Republican governor has now joined Greg Abbott, Ron DeSantis, all of them, the governor of Florida, the governor of Virginia, the governor of Arkansas, the list goes on and on. This is a historic moment. It's in the Constitution, the right to self-defense, massive human smuggling, sex trafficking. It's all happening. And now peacefully, we see the state standing up against Joe Biden, who told illegal aliens, when I win the election, immediately surge the border. What I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. I would change the order that the president just changed, saying women who were being beaten and abused could no longer claim that as a reason for asylum. So we'll continue to track all of this at InfoWars.com forward slash show. And on my broadcast tomorrow, we're going to be getting into great detail on all this, the Friday edition of the show. But this has the power structure in full panic. If I was a globalist, I would stage an attack on migrants somewhere on the border to demonize this opposition because this is really illustrating the treason that's going on and the ongoing impeachment proceedings against Alejandro Mayorkas, the head of DHS, and, and all the other incredible developments that are happening. But this is what it's all about. The states coming together, the people coming together, not to dissolve the republic, 
It's the UN-run globalist government that's doing that, but to reconstitute our republic. It's in the Declaration of Independence. It's in the Constitution. It's in the Bill of Rights. It's not just our right. It's our duty to defend ourselves. And that's what's happening right now. So I salute all the states that have joined Texas. Um, Abbott's certainly not perfect by a long shot, but he's made the right move here. And he's forced this crisis out in the open against the globalists. So say what you want about Abbott or some of these other Republican governors. To have 25 of them lined up together, repudiating the globalist puppet Joe Biden is beautiful, it's powerful, and it's very, very strong. Will this itself defend the border? Will this save the world? No. But this act of creating a constitutional focal point or a spotlight to point out the constitutional crisis is already happening is nothing but positive. So a real answer to prayers. Thank you so much for watching. Now please share this link, and I'll see you tomorrow with the Friday edition at 11 a.m. Central, Infowars.com, forward slash show, stations across the country, and of course at Band.Video, as well as Relux Jones on X. While other networks like so that was a special report that Alex Jones filed uh, yesterday evening. Historic, all Republican governors stand or back Texas as they stand up against the Fed's border invasion. You can find and share that at band.video. But of course, uh, we're giving you all the updates here on American Journal, including some pretty stunning statements by former executives of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. But before we go to that, let's go to a couple other videos of some well-respected anti-globalists. Talking about this issue, first is uh, Tucker Carlson. He has a particular view on this having to do with the political outcomes, which is which I think is just one aspect of the overall attack. But he, he does at least hit this nail on the head, and uh, the numbers that he brings up are really worth meditating on. Clip number 11 here, Tucker Carlson laying out the illegal immigrant scam in 60 seconds. What are the numbers you need to understand? Yale University released a study last week by three researchers, all of them liberal, I believe, who concluded that the actual number of illegal aliens in this country is not 11 million. It's north of 22 million. 22 million. Hmm. Fact one. Fact two. The Democratic Party is now, as a matter of policy, calling for the legalization of all illegals in this country. Citizenship voting rights. 22 million new voters. Fact hmm. three. The overwhelming majority of first-time immigrant voters vote Democrat. Fact four. The largest margin in American presidential history was 17 million votes, 1980 election, rather, 1984 election between Mondale and, and, and Reagan. And Reagan, yeah. 17 million. You would add to our voter rolls 22 million, at least, permanent electoral majority in perpetuity. That's what this is about. It's not about making the country better, serving our labor needs, helping the population. It's about putting Dang. Democrats in power forever. Are that you, is the yeah. truth of our immigration debate, period. So I think that's an, an obvious outcome of immigration, but that's looking at, at immigration through one particular lens, one particular angle, what the outcome will be electorally. But that's just one facet of a multifaceted series of consequences from the invasion. Obviously, the Democrats gain from this. I mean, we're seeing entire hordes of illegal immigrants all wearing Biden shirts and chanting for Biden as they come across. So obviously this is sort of like how Biden, by the way, against the demands of the Supreme Court, another little uh, area of ironic connection here, Biden basically buying votes 
by using your tax dollars to pay off student loans. Remember, the Supreme Court said he couldn't do it, but now he's doing it anyway because they don't actually care about the Supreme Court. They don't actually listen to it if it goes against them. And if it goes against them routinely, then they threaten to basically abolish or pack it. So just all of their moralizing, all of their claims of our sacred democracy and, oh, my God, if Abbott is ignoring the Supreme Court, I can point out four times in the last year that the Democrats have celebrated completely ignoring decisions from the Supreme Court. So just tell them to stuff it. But it's it's very simple. Like this has been the poison of democracy since ancient Rome. They used to do it with corn, right? The corn dole. It was it was very simple back then. It's just as simple today. They're bribing people for votes. It's pretty simple. Vote for us. You get something for free. It's not that complicated. Vote for us. We'll pay off your student loan. Vote for us. We'll let you into the country and give you citizenship. It's a bribe. They're just using the power of the office that they've obtained to shower riches on people in exchange for their support. It's just corruption. That's all it is. It's just blatant corruption, and it is the poison pill that destroys democracies, and that's what they're doing. So, again, it's not that complicated. It's not that sophisticated that is happening at the same time you have to look at it holistically and you have to understand that this is an attack on america itself not just trying to get more democrat voters so they can win elections but destroying the racial demographic religious spiritual everything about america is being destroyed by this massive level of immigration and I think 22 million is probably a little bit low. They've been using that 11. Something happened in like the 80s where they figured out there were 11 million illegal immigrants. And that just became the number that everybody said for the next 40 years. Well, those 40 years have seen a continual stream of illegal immigrants. So how can it still be 11 million? It has to be at least 22 million. And we know at least six, maybe 12 million have passed in the last three years. So God only knows how many illegal immigrants there are in this country at this point. And I think the best way to figure that out is to uh, count them as we chuck them right back across the border. I think we can very systematically count and deport them over the next four years if we get Donald Trump into office. But I'm going to go to another video on the other side of Ron DeSantis making a statement about this, show you just the sheer level of of immigrants overwhelming systems as far from the southern border as Chicago and New York. And we'll talk about, you know, what's really behind this, because you have to understand it's not about voting. It's the same people that are letting in millions upon millions of migrants from all over the world that are also tearing down 187 year old Thomas Jefferson statues in New York City Hall that they just did. See, this is an attack for electoral points. They're not winning any electoral points by tearing down a statue of Thomas Jefferson. It's about the dismantling and degradation of our history and ourselves and our nation. And it's all combined. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. 
It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, in the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. 
to resist doing some clockwork orange quotes right there. Angel trumpets and devil trombones. We're covering the, well, the, the breaking out of a second civil war, perhaps. We pray not, but that is awfully, looks, looks an awful lot like that, I should say. Still a lot, a lot more videos to go to. I'm going to read this uh, statement from the FBI that was not from the FBI, but from former law enforcement, FBI, Homeland Security and other officials about the just unimaginable danger that the Biden administration is putting all Americans in with their open border policy. We'll go to that in just a second. But first, I want to go to Ron DeSantis, who I, I pray has broken free of the clutches of whoever got him to run against Trump. Now, I saw somebody post repost this video that we're about to show you going, yeah, if Ron Sands had just been doing this the whole time, his campaign, his campaign would have gone a lot differently. Like there's this weird thing when you go into campaign mode and suddenly you're having to listen to a bunch of advisors who are forced on you by the people that are funding your campaign. And suddenly you're not saying what you actually believe, but you're saying what they tell you, the polls say you should say, and everybody realizes you sound fake and it all just, it's a self-defeating sort of process. Now that he's free from that, now that he's dropped his campaign, it's almost like he can just speak freely again. And now instead of staged, highly choreographed campaign events, he's just talking into a phone and going off the cuff. And it's just so much more, it's refreshingly real. And uh, obviously his own words. So good to see Ron DeSantis uh, sort of... um Sort of like Lord Theoden, you know, waking up from the, the curse that Wormtongue had him under. Or was like, this king is not our king. This is something else. He's not acting right. He's not acting right. Well, finally, that, that brain worm has been pulled out of Ron DeSantis' ear, and he's just being himself again, which we love to see. Let's go now to clip number five, where Ron DeSantis asks, can the federal government defy the law? Here it is. Biden is going after Texas, saying that they must remove fortifications from their border. They put wire, they put things to keep people out. Uh, Biden saying you got to take that down to let people come in illegally, which is just crazy. And I remarked that if the Constitution was originally understood to mean that a state could not protect itself against an invasion, that the federal government could force a state to allow an invasion, the Constitution would have never been ratified in the first place. Texas would have never joined the Union when it did. Uh, and if you look at Federalist 46, which uh, uh, Daniel Horowitz pointed out, uh, James Madison talks about uh, situations where federal encroachment can be mitigated uh, by by state action. So you have Texas here uh, that's holding its ground. They have every right to fortify the border vis-a-vis -vis an invasion, and that's Article One, Section 10 of the Constitution. Uh, so, so they're in the right. You also have a situation where liberal jurisdictions over many, many years have been sanctuary jurisdictions against enforcing federal immigration law. So you'll have somebody who's a criminal alien, they will not be given uh, over to ICE, and they will deliberately act to frustrate the laws on the books, and somehow that's viewed as okay. You have Texas, 
who's acting to enforce the laws on the books, to ensure that they have a secure state and that we have a secure country. Uh, so, so all of this is just nonsense what Biden's doing. Uh, Texas has every right to stand its ground. We've in Florida, we've been sending people to help uh, for, for many years now because we understand it's not just a Texas issue, it's ultimately an American issue. And if we don't have sovereignty in this country, uh, then we're not gonna be a country anymore. So, so they have every right to hold their ground, uh, to stay, stay the course, and Florida will continue to be there uh, helping out every step of the way. So again, very good to see. I feel like that guy should run for president. Is that just me? Just kidding. So yes, uh, every Republican governor has signed on to a letter pledging support for Greg Abbott. Some have actually sent troops to uh, defend the border. And this is shaping up to be a uh, something not going away anytime soon. And in fact, before we get to the letter from the former Homeland Security and all these other people talking about just what a gigantic danger all of this is, I thought this sort of rundown by Oren McIntyre on Twitter is very well well put. And basically, it responds to the call from Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke says, Governor Greg Abbott is defending the border. Basically, Biden should go to war with him. And in response, McIntyre says, we are entering a critical moment where the discipline of the regime will be tested. The leftist vanguard will attempt to initiate a reckless purity spiral, demanding the Biden administration crack down on Texas in order to retain its authority. And that's exactly what we're seeing with it's Beto O'Rourke and Kazar and Castro. I mean, these are all crypto communists. I mean, they're all de- democratic socialists. They're socialists. They're, they're communists. It's the f- far left fringe of the Democratic Party that is making these demands that are insane, by the way. He continues, this is a nightmare for Biden. And when I say Biden, I mean the people who actually run his administration. He cannot be seen sending any kind of force with the explicit mission to open the border. Sort of gives away the game, especially in an election year. But this failure by D.C. to exert sovereignty would also be a classic sign of a regime which is mortally wounded and all the incompetent climbers in the Democratic Party can taste the blood in the water. My bet is on Biden sticking to lawfare and rhetoric, but there is a real possibility that the wild-eyed leftist zealots push him push this thing into a real crisis. At this point, Abbott isn't even technically denying a Supreme Court ruling, but that isn't what matters. And what he means by that was that the Supreme Court basically said that, yes, the feds are allowed to cut the barbed wire, but not that the Texas National Guard has to withdraw. They didn't say they have to stop putting down razor wire. So Abbott is still sticking to the letter of the law and abiding abiding by the decision, more or less. He's just not allowing it to go any farther than that. So that's what he means when he says this. When he says at this point, Abbott isn't technically even denying an SC ruling, but that isn't what matters. He says power is what matters, and at this moment, perception is power. I think cooler heads will prevail on the left this time, but the young radicals are not used to losing, and I don't think the regime can maintain coherence if tests of sovereignty become commonplace. So again, just pointing out the dangerous position that the incredible weakness of Biden and the Democrats overall have left his administration in. Now, here's a very, again, sobering letter, terrifying letter, a letter that should be getting a lot more attention than it is now. I mean, I've seen it posted a few right-wing places, but 
I mean, this is crazy. This is an insane letter. The subject is the United States is facing a new and imminent danger. Ron Johnson said that this is a letter from former FBI, Homeland Security and other law enforcement officials describing the chilling reality of the president's open border being a clear and present danger to America. It says this. It's a letter to all the congressional leadership. It says, as former senior executives of the Federal Bureau of Investigation with deep experience combating dangers to the nation, we write to express our concern about a current specific threat that may be one of the most pernicious to ever menace the the United States. The danger arises from the very nature of the threat itself. Wars and espionage and bombings and riots are sadly familiar delivery systems of instability, intimidation, and insecurity. The country has faced these and more throughout its history and held together, not without struggle. The threat we call out today is new and unfamiliar. In its modern history, the U.S. has never suffered an invasion of the homeland, and yet one is unfolding now. Military-aged men from across the globe, many from countries or regions not friendly to the United States, are landing in waves on our soil by the thousands, not by splashing ashore from a ship or parachuting from a plane, but rather by foot across a border that has been accurately advertised around the world as largely unprotected with ready access granted. It would be difficult to overstate the danger represented by the presence inside our border of what is comparatively of what is comparatively a multi-division army of single young adult males from hostile nations whose and regions whose background, intent, and allegiance is completely unknown. They include individuals encountered by border officials and then possibly released into the country along with a shockingly high estimate of, quote, gotaways, meaning those who have entered and evaded apprehension. In light of such a daunting, unprecedented penetration by uninvited foreign actors, it is reasonable to assert that the country possesses dramatically diminished national security at this time. The nation's military and laws and other natural protective barriers that have provided traditional security in the past have been thoroughly circumvented over the last three years. And it goes into the uh, demographics of those crossing over. But, I mean, I wonder where this letter was 10 years ago. But good, good. We're finally getting around to it. Now, three years in... After having allowed tens of millions of these people to cross, finally, the people who are charged with the security of our nation are speaking up and saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't allow an army tens of millions strong to infiltrate our border. By permission. I mean, this is just suicide as a nation. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and... They didn't have the same effect, but so X to iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. 
the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's the Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next-level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. The tunnels beneath Chabad headquarters in Brooklyn were immediately filled in with cement, ensuring that there would be no investigation to conflict with the nonsensical cover story that they were recently dug in response to the COVID lockdowns. In today's pop culture, it is speculated that they are related to child sex trafficking, which is indeed a horrific problem with the human race. But there seems to be something more to these tunnels. Tunnels leading underground are one of Earth's greatest mysteries and can be found all over the world and all throughout history. Phil Schneider, a structural engineer who spent 17 years as a military contractor building deep underground military bases, went on a tour giving lectures and blowing the whistle on what he witnessed. He claimed there were 129 deep underground bases in America alone, all of which were the size of a small city. He found that some of these underground bases were connecting to ancient underground tunnels and cave networks that were inhabited by a non-human species, which he ran into while building an underground base beneath Dulce, New Mexico. Schneider said that the Dulce area was a hub of underground bases, all connected by a high-speed underground rail system. Less than a year after blowing the whistle, Schneider died under suspicious circumstances. Dulce, New Mexico is 170 kilometers from the Four Corners, an area known for the Skinwalkers, who the Hopi tribe describe as a non-human species that live underground. Dulce is 260 kilometers from Scientology's heavily guarded underground Trementina base. And Dulce is 200 kilometers from Jeffrey Epstein's Zorro Ranch, which is known to have an 8,000 square foot underground level and is rumored to lead even deeper underground. According to several prominent scientists who Jeffrey Epstein had as guests, Epstein hoped to seed the human race after a cataclysm by impregnating 20 women at a time at the Zorro Ranch. According to researcher Christopher John Bejerkness, the goal of breeding Jewish seed lines with Gentile women is the fulfillment of Kabbalistic legends of Samael and Lilith. According to Bejerkness, the Kabbalistic teachings include a geocentric model of the earth with an underworld that extends seven levels beneath the surface where a reptilian species lives. These legends foretell a cleansing of the earth when everyone on the surface will perish and only those in the underworld will survive. 
High-level Freemasons allegedly believe in a hollow earth where a non-human species rule from an underworld called Agartha. And their most guarded secrets seem to revolve around a cyclical cataclysmic event. Phil Schneider also built submarine bases and said that most were connected to the vast network of deep underground bases. Ghislaine Maxwell had a submarine license and was known to transport people to Epstein Island through an underwater submarine port. The U.S. military built a submarine base on St. Thomas Island, which is just 13 kilometers from Epstein Island. And right next to this submarine base is Water Island, owned by Joe Biden's brother and their business associate. In a recent interview on Iconic, Juliette Bryant, who was kidnapped by Jeffrey Epstein for two years, said that she never witnessed any of the dozens of girls there being trafficked to any men other than Epstein. But she did wake up once paralyzed on a lab table and witnessed Epstein shapeshift into something else. You know, and I still want to know why exactly I was taken there because there's a lot more weird stuff going on because, you know, I didn't see any girls getting trafficked to other men. So uh, there's something else that they were doing. That's fascinating in, in itself. And we have a lot of um, talk. And this doesn't get talking about, spoken about that much, but it's the, the kind of cloning DNA part that he was obviously transhumanism that he was interested in. Did that come up anywhere? Did you see any signs? Well, I mean, obviously, there's scientists. I'm just going to put it out there right now. I, I, I woke up in a laboratory there one night. Wow. You know, these are the things I haven't wanted to talk about because it's frightening. But there were scientists there, you know, and I, I woke up one night in a laboratory paralyzed and naked on a table. I, w- I would like to be lie detected on this. Okay, wow. Uh, This is an incredible report by Greg Reese. Find and share it at Band.Video. Underground tunnels and hybrid breeding programs. Truth is stranger than fiction, folks. We'll be right back. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, second hour of American Journal is on. In the third hour, we'll be joined by Gabrielle Clark, a mother, activist, and educator talking about how to protect your children from indoctrination in government schools. Very excited to speak to her about that, as it is something that I... I'm rapidly having to come to terms with having a kid going into elementary school and what that's going to look like. We have a lot of other stuff to cover, and we have just opened up opened up the Twitter spaces, the X spaces. 
InfoWars uh, at InfoWars is hosting it. I'm co-hosting. If you want to chime in and speak up and be on the show, uh, go ahead and join that space. And you've got a request to speak. I, I keep seeing people after the space like comment being like, why won't you let me speak? And it's like, you got a request. You got to hit the request button so we can know that you want to speak. That's how this works. I'm also doing the radio show live uh, as we're doing this. So, you know, I can't be going through and, and reading every comment. But if you want to leave a comment saying what you want to talk about, then we'll know what you want to talk about. And uh, we got the crew going through those comments. And, and guys, if you want to uh, tell me anybody that you think we should bring up, We've been talking the whole first hour about immigration and the battle over the border that's taking place, and we'll move on here. I do just want to point you to a very good and thorough and long article that I just don't have time to cover right now, but it's from Zero Hedge called Cultural Replacement, Why the Immigration Crisis is Being Deliberately Engineered, and they really go through everything. I mean, they go through all the reasons why this is happening and how it's happening, the Cloward-Piven strategy, Operation Garden Plot. In 1968, the U.S. Department of Defense, at the request of the government, drafted a civil disturbance plan called Operation Garden Plot, which outlined what was essentially a martial law response to a large-scale social breakdown. One of the main factors listed in the plan as a trigger for martial law was the uncontrolled mass migration of minorities into the U.S., as well as riots by minorities in light of economic uncertainty. So going back to... I mean, the 1960s was like the heyday of the false flag, the heyday of the self-inflicted wound by the American government. Even though not all of them were carried out, a lot of these plans were put into place. Blow up airliners to blame it on the Cubans, cause a migration crisis, and use that to bring about martial law. The 1960s was a crazy time in America, and it seems like we're still in that mindset, at least those at the top. And then they have the cultural replacement theory. As they say, replacement theory is often denigrated by the media as a racist conspiracy held by white people who are afraid to lose power. This is nonsensical for a number of reasons, including the fact that if white people were a monolith and all had that power, we would simply snuff out any threats to that power and lock down our borders. That would be nothing. There would be nothing anyone could do to stop us. The truth is there is no white monolith. There is no patriarchy. There's no such thing as systemic racism. But those are the things being. And like you understand that. When you've got a party in power whose adherents continually bemoan and, and decry and, and cast hatred on the white majority in this country as they simultaneously bring in tens of millions of non-white people, that's not a coincidence. These things aren't unrelated. It's a deliberate policy of replacement that they're quite proud of unless you don't like it, in which case they tell you you're a conspiracy theorist. But that's just how it works. I also want to point out – it has to do – I mean we've said it a million times, but when you've got the the white, you know, white identity things that they say, these are the, you know, the, the concepts of white identity and it's like hard work, self-reliance, uh, like all of these great and wonderful things that are necessary to build a prosperous and free nation. It's like they're not joking about that. That's actually what they believe and they're like, man, these white people, they love being independent. They love being uh, – responsible for themselves. They refuse to rely on anybody, so they refuse to let anybody have power over them. They're like, that's a problem that we need to fix. Like, you have to understand, these people think that white people are a problem that they're solving with immigration. It's not that complicated. 
But then there's a, a, another step beyond that, which is that within a few generations, I just saw a study that was like within two generations, the uh, birth rate of immigrants falls down to the the native level. So, right, Native Americans are not replacing ourselves. We're having less than 2.1 children per couple. So declining birth rate that's causing a lot of problems. They're bringing people in to replace them instead of trying to increase the birth rate. And the migrants that come in come from countries who have birth rates of three, five, sometimes like Nigeria is like 11. I mean, it's just something ridiculous. But yet when they come to America, they get poisoned by the food, poisoned by the water, poisoned by the air itself, right? Microplastics and nanoparticles and just everything, atrazine and everything else we talk about all the time here, PFAs, et cetera, et cetera, to where within a generation or two, they are no longer replacing themselves. So you need a new crop of immigrants. And what this provides for is a constant churning of immigrants. You understand, I want to make this very clear, there is no reason why the caravans that we're seeing now flood the southern border will ever stop. They'll never stop. I feel like people have this idea that's like, oh, well, once we take enough, well, that's all the that's all the asylum seekers out there. We got them all. There's no reason why a million people a year would be unsustainable forever, forever. Right. So you have millions of people crossing the border a year. You have the population within America, the native population or the assimilated population dying out. But creating tons of excess food and prosperity that's exported to the third world, which is kept in a state of chaos and tyranny. The people fleeing that flee to the first world where they're stripped of their cultural heritage, folded into this death cult we call Western civilization. And it's this constant churning cycle that will never end, never stop, never be uh, um, slowed down at all. Because what the people in power don't want is any sizable contingent of citizens with a unified identity that can stand up against them. So if you can just have a bunch of fractured, you know, foreigners coming in and setting up little pockets, but then being assimilated out and sort of disappearing as a cultural force only to die out and be replaced by another, it's just an endless cycle of waves, like a laundry cycle, just continually churning where you're constantly getting new blood in, killing the people that are in America already, and so nobody ever has enough cultural staying power or cultural impetus or significance to pose any threat at all to the people in power who are carrying out this uh, this plan. So, you know, it's worse than cultural replacement. It's uh, uh, an endless cycle of, of human misery being created and then taken advantage of, just so we're clear. And guys, uh, let me know if... Uh, if any of our listeners on Spaces have left a good comment and we want to bring them up on stage uh, since I'm not paying as much attention as I probably should be to the Spaces that we'll go to momentarily. But let me tell you a few more other news stories that we have from today. In fact, uh, before we get into sort of the, some of the random stories that I, that I want to highlight, they're just sort of independent stories by themselves, let's talk about what's going on in Israel and the Middle East. Very strange outcome of the International Court of Justice and their decision with the claims uh, South Africa charged Israel with genocide, and they've come to an interim agreement, I understand, but a very strange one. 
Judges in The Hague have partially granted provisional measures requested against Israel by South Africa. The court ordered Israel to do more to protect civilians, but did not demand a halt to military operations in Gaza. It's kind of strange. Top U.N. court stopped short of ordering ceasefire in Gaza. So basically they said, yeah, what's happening in Gaza has all of the characteristics of a genocide, but you don't have to stop. Okay, that's strange. That's a, that's a very strange, like the worst of both worlds kind of decision. I don't understand this, actually. The International Court of Justice in the Netherlands on Friday ruled on South Africa's request for provisional measures against Israel amid claims of state-led genocide. Court President Joan Donahue said the court was extremely worried by the loss of life in the Gaza Strip, saying, quote, the court is acutely aware of the extent of the human tragedy that's unfolding in the region and is deeply concerned about the continuing loss of life and human suffering, she said. The judge said that, in the court's view, at least some of Israel's actions in Gaza brought forward by South Africa fell within the provisions of UN's Genocide Convention. Donahue said the court could not accede to Israel's request that the case be removed from the general list. Right, so Israel just wanted this tossed out. They said, well, we can't really do that because you are kind of committing a genocide. You are kind of, your leaders are kind of saying things like wipe them out. There's no innocence in Gaza. Amalek must be destroyed. And then the army that these people control is going out and carrying out these orders to the letter and killing everything they find. So that is a genocide. So you are doing that, and we can't just toss this case out. But we're not going to actually make you change anything. Again, I don't – what? What is – this is like worse than just not even having a case. This is worse than just saying it's not genocide. They're saying you are pretty much committing genocide, but carry on. It's very weird. They ordered Israel to take all measures within its power to prevent genocide and the incitement of genocide. Great. You're wonderful. Yeah, that's what they say they're doing. I mean, they'll bomb a hospital and kill 200 children, and then they'll go. But it was a very, we tried very hard not to kill civilians. It's like, okay, what does that mean? That's nothing. There's no such thing as try. <laughs> you killed a bunch of civilians. Doesn't matter whether it was on purpose or not. That's my reading of it, but apparently the UN court has a different measure. She ordered Israel to report to the court all measures to give effect to the court's orders within a month. So very strange. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu has uh, responded to this, denouncing the genocide case as outrageous and saying Israel would continue to do what is necessary to defend itself. So good. Not not the least bit contrite or anything, just um, carrying on with business as usual. UN proves itself once again to be good for absolutely nothing. Meanwhile, in the Middle East, got some strange goings on as America is in talks with Iraq and Syria to withdraw troops from the region while simultaneously selling 50 fighter jets and 12 Apache helicopters to Israel in the buildup to a obviously what is to be a massive expansion of the war as it stands now. Dramatic arms agreement between the United States and Israel during the war. Three new squadrons will be provided to the IDF. Thousands of armaments will arrive by air in the coming days. U.S. and Israel have signed a huge deal, the details of which were first un- unveiled in Central Edition. That includes F-35 aircraft, aircraft squadron, 25 aircraft, 
in that squadron. F-15 IA squadron, 25 aircraft in that as well. So that's 50 fighter jets and then tw- at least 12 combat helicopters in an Apache squadron and many thousands of armaments expected to arrive in the coming days. Israel will be the first country outside the U.S. to receive the advanced F-15IA made by Boeing. The model for Israel is the same as the U.S. F-15EX model. Israel has asked for priorities in the production line, which will come at the expense of supplies to the U.S. military, so that Israel will receive them because of the urgency. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. So, yeah, clearly, despite the desires of literally everybody else, those in charge of Israel and America have decided that World War III is next on the agenda, and they're plowing ahead, just suicidally dedicated to this infinite madness. And simultaneously, America is about to withdraw from Syria, and as foreign policy puts it, and create a disaster. The Islamic State has regained its momentum, and the Biden administration might inadvertently give it another boost since Hamas's brutal attack against Israel on October 7th and the resulting Israel military campaign in the Gaza Strip. Tensions and hostilities about, uh, across the Middle East have reached fever pitch, and with such a complex regional crisis playing out, it would, should not come as a surprise that the Biden administration is reconsidering its military priorities in the region. It should be cause for significant concern, however, that this could involve a full withdrawal of U.S. troops from Syria. While no definitive decision has been made here, four sources within the Defense and State Department said the White House is no longer invested in sustaining a mission that it perceives as unnecessary. Active internal discussions are now underway to determine how and when a withdrawal may take place. So we may see a slow motion recreation of what happened in Afghanistan as America withdraws. uh, U.S. confirms imminent talk for military withdrawal from Iraq, that story from the cradle. So we are abandoning our foothold in the Middle East surrendering uh, the bases that we have there in the Middle East, which I don't think we should have anyway. But I think this isn't a, a choice that America is making to deliberately, you know, draw down from our participation because we no longer want a say, you know, we no longer want to have this this albatross around our neck of the Middle East and our control over it. Now, this is a sign of very apparent weakness in the part of our military systems. And we are basically being forced to withdraw because we are massively outmatched and outnumbered in the region. And this is what we predicted from the very beginning would happen with the conflict in Israel. And this was also the stated design of Iran-backed groups like Hezbollah, who basically said, yeah, we're going to make America leave the United States if they continue to promote Israel's uh, attack in Gaza. Now, this video was made by an account, I believe it was an account on Twitter called Censored Men. But in terms of the genocide and the genocide ruling at the International Criminal Court, or International Court of Justice, rather, here's a compilation over the last three months of little Freudian slips made by public figures as they talk about the goings-on in Gaza. Clip number 12, let's watch. We need to see a cease. Uh, we need to see a, a humanitarian pause so we can flow. Uh, we need to see ceasing of, of, of the levels of violence that we're seeing. I'm also upset that uh, uh, since uh, October the 7th, uh, the focus uh, at the moment is uh, on the other side. Hmm. 
uh, people are trying to suggest that there is some sort of uh, moral equivalence. There is no moral equivalence. We are not the victims. Sorry, we are the victims. We are not the aggressor. Sorry. Uh, but I can tell you that we are not targeting anyone else in Gaza but civilians. Hamas is cynically, uh, but rather, but rather uh, uh, terrorists, of course. And I would like to use the rest of my time to say how appalled I am that people are bringing up the Holocaust. Do not use other genocides to describe this one. I have been... That's, yeah, it's a little bit awkward. Do not use other genocides to describe this one. Again, just a lot of examples of uh, little Freudian slips. Unfortunate slip of the tongue. Just, well, what are you going to do? All right, let's bring some uh, some of these people f- up from spaces. Uh, I think you're going to have to do it because it's not on, uh, my phone's not the one connected right now. Uh, but if you want to bring on uh, somebody that you think is good, I can do it. All right. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead and bring on uh, Roads to Liberty podcast. Uh, go ahead and take yourself live, Hobbs, whenever you want, and uh, welcome to the show, sir. Whenever you want. So there's, it's always a problem with the first one we try to take. There's always a problem with the first caller that we try to take. Last time it was also the third and fifth. All right, what's up, Hobbs? Yeah, I hear you now. All right, guys. Sorry, I forgot to turn the mic on. Um, yeah, so you brought up the uh, the, the constant uh, in, insistence that the Israelis are using that they say this is an act of self-defense. We'll do whatever we can to defend ourselves. And so let me let me pause it. To bring things kind of down to the micro level. If I'm walking down the street and a man jumps out with a broken bottle and tries to accost me, and I pull out a gun and shoot him. That's self-defense, correct? Right. Okay, so even though my, my gun outclasses his broken bottle by orders of magnitude, I am still within the right to defend myself in that way. Now, if I go through this man's pockets and I find his wallet, and I go to his house and I kill his family and burn his house down, and I justify that with, well, maybe his son will grow up one day and come after me in revenge, does that still constitute a self-defense? I think you're think you're pushing it a little far there. I think you're pushing the bounds of self defense a little far there in this in this wild eyed speculation you're you're doing right now. Right, yeah. So I think I see that as being kind of the micro level of what's going on over there in Israel because they're saying that by just indiscriminately bombing they're they're stopping future attacks. I mean, you know, blowback notwithstanding, obviously, because we here in the United States know nothing about blowing up terrorists and having blowback come back our way, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that uh, this, this whole we're doing it in self-defense thing is is uh, really stretching the boundaries of what constitutes self-defense. Yeah, falls, falls a little bit flat. I, uh, I have to agree with you, Hobbs. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. I mean, that's very similar to the, to the analogy I made sort of October 10th or 11th, like very soon after they started this, where it was it's just basically the same thing, where somebody comes up to punch you and or punches you and you punch him back, it's like, yeah, good, you got him. And then you just like are still beating him and it's like, okay, all right, you got him. You got him back. Let's chill out a little bit. And they just keep going and then they go to the house and kill the kids and it's like, okay, what the hell are you doing 
at this point. Very good point, Hobbs. Uh, good stuff. As always, Roads to Liberty. Uh, go follow Roads to Liberty if you want. Uh, just a constant stream of wonderful content. Now, it's just about to take somebody else live who has... Uh, requested patrick thomas yeah patrick thomas add you as a speaker feel free to uh take yourself live uh, take yourself live and uh if we can drop roads to liberty i'm still hearing his uh his background there we go all right patrick uh whenever you are able to connect we'll go to you and we're waiting for him to connect here's just one story that i want to share with you from axios mainstream media bloodbath news outlets slash jobs as business suffers nearly a dozen mainstream media companies are gutting staff and scrambling to rescue their struggling businesses the media business is shrinking at the national state and local levels a scary stark new reality for thousands of journalists uh, yeah who cares go away shut up we're doing fine we're great actually None of these other outlets have had massive lawsuits try to take them down. None of these other outlets have had their bank accounts canceled and credit card processors drop them and protest against them at the highest levels of the government. Now, they all uh, actually have the full support of the entire corporate mesh and yet are still failing because they just keep lying about everything all the time, constantly. So it turns out that if you just stop doing that and just start telling the truth and just start actually reacting to, responding to, and paying notice to the true interest of the American people, the American people will support you. That's the lesson they should be learning. This article is evidence that they're not learning that lesson at all. But here's just some of the uh, media bloodbath taking place right now. Insider announced it was eliminating 8% of its workforce. Forbes' new newsroom union became a, began a three-day walkout on Thursday, arguing management was union-busting. The CEO announced layoffs later that afternoon, hitting roughly 3% of the company. New York Daily News editorial union walked off the job Thursday to protect to protest chronic cuts by its owner. Paramount CEO Bob Backish warned employees Thursday the company is planning fresh new round of layoffs. The Los Angeles Times planned a one-day multi-city walkout for 115 jobs cut. Condé Nast is cutting jobs. Sports Illustrated is cutting down. BuzzFeed, Red Ventures, Paramount, all the leftists are going down in flames as we rise because they're liars and we're not we'll be you know i sit up here and i yell and scream about the new world order and the globalists they're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab and you saw it all come true but there's a inverse of that there's not just the bad stuff i'm telling you about there's the good stuff i'm telling you about and just like our information is the best you're going to find out there our supplements are amazing so our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com. Look at the ingredients and investigate it and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now. InfoWarsStore.com. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. 
It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us, and that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com, and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life, all at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Colloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We are live on Twitter Spaces right now, and I see Paul M. Davis at Fired Up TX Lawyer has tuned in and is uh, ready to speak. Go ahead and take yourself live. Uh, unmute your mic, and uh, welcome to the show, Paul. Hey, thanks, Harrison. Thanks for having me on. So first, I just want to point out just how... Just feckless our Texas Supreme Court is and our, uh, Texas, you know, Republican Party of Texas chairman Matt Rinaldi is in rejecting the Texas nationalist movement's legal petition that should have been, should be going on the ballot 
in March to vote on whether Texans, you know, give Texans the opportunity to vote on whether we want to stay a part of the United States. I can't really go into much more detail than that, but it just was extremely egregious in my opinion. We had to file an emergency petition with the Supreme Court of Texas that was rejected. Anyway, uh, my thought on this whole situation, you know, I've just been thinking through the legal consequences and, um, the, I think what could happen, you know, Biden is talking about, the Biden administration is talking about federalizing the National Guard, which what that actually means in reality, as I understand the state of the law, is he would have to invoke the Insurrection Act, which is, you know, the last president to do that was Eisenhower when he federalized the National Guard to desegregate the schools in Arkansas. Nobody's used it since. Uh, and if he does that, and then these red state governors are trying to score political points, as I think some of them are trying to do, you know, order their guardsmen, oh, you know, resist Biden, you have to follow my orders. They're putting these guardsmen in a pretty tough spot because then they have to choose between, well, do I obey Biden's orders or do I obey my governor's orders, which, you know, the governor's orders constitutionally would be lawful because they're instructing their guardsmen to repel an invasion, which they have the right to do under the Constitution. But then you have this conflict of laws where we have the Federal Insurrection Act. There's not a whole lot of safeguards on it. There's really nothing to stop Biden legally from doing that other than the Constitution. And who decides to enforce the Constitution or interpret it? The Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has already said they're not going to, they're not lifting a finger to help Texas here. It's legal for you know, the feds to cut the razor wire, right. uh, you know, the only thing that might, so it, it could escalate very quickly. And my last thought on this is maybe this was the plan, you know, maybe the people who are pulling the puppet strings of Amy Coney Barrett or John Roberts or whatever's going on there, why they made this horrible decision. Maybe the point is to instigate a civil war type of situation where Biden has to declare martial law. And this is actually how they're going to stop Trump. Uh, with martial law, and then the only legal scenario that you could really implement to stop that and prevent maybe a total civil war, just total chaos, or martial law would be for red states to secede, form a new, new country, and that would be the only way to say federal law doesn't apply to us. So those are kind of my thoughts on the situation. Yeah, actually, you, you're sort of um, reflecting exactly what I said yesterday as I was covering this. I I just sort of playing it out in my head, just like you were thinking, okay, this might come down to some, some confrontation in a, in an office at a base somewhere where you've got a decision made by some heretofore unknown and unnamed commander of the Texas National Guard being approached by a federal soldier who tells him, all right, you know, hand over the keys. I'm in charge now. And whether or not he does that or resists that and where it goes from there, like this all might come to a head. On some base somewhere in Texas from, you know, not very high up, uh, commanders in the, in these armed forces having to make a decision as to which, which path to go down, both of which seem legal, both of which seem like they have arguments for it. And it might just come down to the, like the personal choice of the commanding officer. It's kind of troubling. And then, yeah, the other thing is just always trying to keep a, 
a bit of suspicion in the mind going, okay, what's really happening here behind the scenes? We know what seems to be happening up front. It seems like they're, the Texas National Guard's resisting and et cetera, et cetera. Could this all not be a big play to nationalize the entire National Guard? You know, have an excuse to nationalize it, have an excuse to drum up some sort of you know, sedition charge against anybody that travels to the Texas border to to uh, protect it, something like that. So I think your speculation is uh, very closely aligned with mine in this. And I guess we all just sit and wait to see where it goes and what decisions are made. Thank you for that uh, input, Paul. That's Paul M. Davis at Fired Up TX Lawyer. Who should we go to next? I see Matt Vick uh, has requested to speak. We'll go ahead and add you as a speaker if you want to take yourself live. Matt, uh, you are... Uh, Welcome to the show. In the meantime, maybe this is what we'll do. We'll like take somebody live, and it always takes a few seconds for them to get in. So I'll just like read one of these stories. Like, well, I don't know this one. Seattle to pay Black Lives Matter rioters ten million dollars in lawsuit related to George Floyd riots. So yes, folks. In, in case you were wondering, if you protest on the side of Trump, then you get sent to jail for twenty years. You spend two years in solitary confinement before you ever even have a trial. Your life is destroyed. Your money is confiscated. You are treated like a domestic terrorist and shoved in a box for the rest of your life. If you protest for George Floyd, however, you get a payout. You get tens of thousands of dollars. So the American government, these city governments, are effectively not even effectively, literally, they're literally paying rioters with tax dollars. They're rewarding the people that burned their cities down with $20,000 checks in some cases. And this is just the latest. Seattle has agreed to pay $10 million to 50 rioters injured by police in 2020. Denver is paying $4.7 million to 300 BLM rioters arrested in 2020. Philadelphia is paying them $9 million. New York City is shelling out $13 million. In total, $90 plus million in taxpayer money is going to pay out BLM protesters in 20 U.S. cities. In some cases, just for the fact that they were arrested. Literally have people engaged in a riot, getting arrested by the police, and then a year, two two years later, receiving a $20,000 check from the city for their participation in these riots. So you want to talk about subversion. You want to talk about an insurrection. They're paying tens of millions of dollars, nearly $100 million paid to the rioters who caused $10 billion in damage and you know, killed 12 people and destroyed the very fabric of our nation. They're being rewarded with your tax dollars by these leftist cities. Just take that into account as you think about the situation America now finds itself. Matt Vick, what's your full name? Yeah, Matt Vick, at Real Matt Vick. Thanks for uh, joining us. Go ahead and take yourself live, and welcome to the space, sir. Hey, I appreciate it. What's up, everybody? Um, I was going to piggyback off of the previous speaker who is kind of talking about how this seems kind of fishy, like what we're looking at, because if you've followed Greg Abbott through a lot of things, he's uh, not really proven himself to be one of the real ones. I mean, he shut us down two times here in Texas, even after it was clear lockdowns weren't good and a lot of it was BS. He still did it a second time. Why is he just now acting? Could he not have done the things he's doing now a year ago or two years ago? three years ago before 15 million illegal immigrants got in and could possibly be allowed to vote or possibly be terrorist cells. They're going to be creating terrorist acts that could possibly create a crisis where they want to implement mass mail-in voting again. What if they start blowing up voting centers? I mean, there's, they really, they need a crisis again and they're not going to do a virus again, I don't think, but they have other options to create a crisis. 
Um, and just seeing how he's been, I just don't see that what he's doing right now is legit. It does seem like a lot of bait going on. It seems like they're baiting Patriots and, you know, it's just hard to navigate these waters nowadays, but we definitely need to be uh, suspicious. I'm just going to say that. 100%. If you zoom out even farther to see this as a, a global conflict taking place, it seems like all the places are being put, all the pieces are being put into place for some sort of global conflagration. I mean, you've got the UK and Germany and Sweden and France all telling their people to prepare for massive all-out war with Russia. NATO is preparing for war with Russia, doing these war games right on the Russian border, exercise steadfast defender 2024. You've got major goings on in the Middle East with America supplying Israel with 50 new fighter jets as well as, you know, continuing our operations there in the Red Sea and America being flooded and this division being caused by the, the governors going against the Fed. It's like 2024 is going to be just a crazy year. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm not on Team NFL. I'm not on Team NBA. I'm not on Team Olympics. I'm not on Team Globalist or wokeism in the New World Order. I'm on Team Humanity, ladies and gentlemen, that loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, where he agreed with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Team Humanity being under globalist attack. You can wear it. It's a great conversation starter. And you know it's supporting the info war that is at the very tip of the spear in the fight for Team Humanity. Get your limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you. 
America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal live on band.video, infowars.com forward slash show, as well as on Twitter spaces. And obviously we're a little bit different than most Twitter spaces in that we are a radio show as well, so we have to go to commercial breaks. Although, I think next week we're going to start trying to, maybe during the commercial breaks, we'll go exclusively to, to spaces. So if you want to not hear the the commercials and, and actually be able to interact directly on Twitter spaces while the radio's uh, commercials are playing, I think we'll start that next week. But in addition to that, obviously, since we're on terrestrial radio, no cursing. If you curse, we're kicking you out, and just know you don't get two chances, just one one strike and you're out. So please don't curse, and uh, just make sure, like any other call-in show, you're in a quiet place and uh, speaking clearly into the phone so we can keep this uh, rolling as smoothly as possible. I want to add Bill Stebbins, Bill Stebbins at Bill underscore Stebbins Jr. It says, truth overcomes evil. Uh, you are now a speaker. Uh, welcome to the space, Bill. Hey, thank you, Harrison. Great discussion today. You know, folks are asking why Governor Abbott and why now? And they say it could have been done, you know, years ago, et cetera. But what I would say is politicians are politicians. Mm. Absent orders from we the people, they'll do whatever they'll do. They'll follow their own incentives. And, you know, some will go for full court evil. But now that we the people are speaking up and we're doing so in numbers you can't, you know, ignore now they're going to start following into line. So <clears throat> I think the real lapse has been if we believe that we are the people, we have to make our voices known. And it has to be in mass numbers. The, you know, why Abbott? Why now? It's because largely the American people have been asleep at the wheel, just outsourcing their leadership to these politicians. So I cut him a little slack only, only because we have been asleep at the wheel. Yeah, you know, I I agree, and that's why I encouraged people yesterday, and people like really responded too. I put out a tweet, and I also said it on the show, like any governor whose official Twitter account has issued a statement of support for Texas, you got to go and like and retweet it. It might seem like nothing, it might seem like a small thing. Oh, you're just one person. What's one more like going to do? But if tens of thousands of people 
show their appreciation for what the governors are doing because i mean it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a heroic thing to just stand up for basic constitutional protections but it is but these governors are sticking their neck out they're doing something that is not you know a guaranteed safe thing for them to do hey guys if you if y'all could uh, i'm sorry i gotta meet you just because i was hearing that that background noise uh real quick and i want to go to some uh some other callers here sorry again we're still working out some kinks of uh of caring this all about. And I saw that Patrick guy wanted to come on again. I was going to let him on, but now he's gone. So anyway, we're running things here uh, by the seat of our pants. But I think the more you show appreciation. So I actually put out a tweet of that, and I noticed, like, all of my retweets of governors saying this were all getting liked. They are all getting reposted. So I'm so happy people were, were doing this and, and contributing to this because I do think they need to know, like, wow, I put out a tweet, you know, supporting – Texas, and it's my most popular tweet of all time. This is a great, I, I should keep doing this. I mean, that, you know, they're human beings. That's how they work. And they, they want to be popular. They want to be on the forefront of a movement that, you know, has widespread support across America. So we have to show them that what they're doing is the right thing. And, uh, and I think that's exactly right. Uh, we're going to bring on, uh, Bill Elmore. He was on a, a previous space we did on Wednesday, I believe, and uh, was very helpful in, in supporting that and in sharing the link and everything. And of course, Bill hosts uh, spaces of his own. So welcome back to the American Journal space. Bill Elmore, uh, feel free to take yourself live and uh, welcome to the space, sir. Absolutely. Great being on with you guys again this morning. Um, we've, you know, we we're fighting two different, um, you know, kind of opposing uh, thoughts here, right? There's the fear from January 6th, right? That if we stand up, if we do something, we're going to be put in jail. We're going to be called insurrectionists, right? right? But then there's the need to defend our country, right? And defend our borders. And I fully support what's going on down in Texas with the 14 states that are, um, that are jumping in to help. Um, but you know, we do, you do need to be careful who you align with and who you trust. Because there's those two things to balance. And just a, a spaces, uh, hint, um, you know, when, when somebody comes up to speak, you know, when you ask the question of the host and you gotta put yourself, uh, on mute to listen to the response, otherwise you get this feedback. Um, I've got a good friend, Shell, who's hot tamale. Oh, two, uh, in the audience there. I'd, I'd really encourage you to bring her up at some point because she's done this. She's incorporated radio onto spaces and just recently TV onto spaces. Very so cool. I love what you guys are doing. Well, thank you very much. And yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're learning how to, how to run things here. And I, I do think that's good advice. Just go ahead and put yourself on, uh, on mute because it's, it distracts me and it, it distracts everybody if we hear the background noise, uh, going on. So thank you so much for that, Bill. And thank you again for your participation and, and contribution to this. We really do appreciate it. I want to bring up now, uh, Cafecito Break at Cafecito Break. Uh, go ahead and add you as a speaker. Feel free to, uh, take yourself live, uh, whenever you so choose. Welcome to the show. Cafecito. Hello, Harrison. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, I hear you. Good to hear from you. Hello, Harrison and everybody here, all the Info Warriors. I just want to um, just say I'm calling from New York, and it was Info War, War years ago. Oh, my God, maybe about a decade that opened my eyes to what was happening at the border. And in full disclosure, I was one of those wokey pokies thinking, oh, my God, 
are they being slightly racist? Why are they talking about the border this way? Right. And I just have to say thank you because now that we are experiencing what we're experiencing in New York, New Yorkers have been humbled. Mm. I don't like it, but I understand it. So I just wanted to say thank you. Well, thank you for that. Uh, the, the Perez sisters, by the way, I should go follow Cafecito Break. I met them at a, at a TPUSA event. We had a lot of fun. And you, you probably have some pretty embarrassing pictures of me dancing like a fool uh, at, at TPUSA that I request you never publish in public. But uh, but no, it's it's one of the struggles we're, we're have to get over. And I hope everybody else is able to realize this as well. I hope that and I actually said this. A while back when um, it was the black community in Chicago going, what the hell? We got all these illegal immigrants that are getting benefits while our neighborhood is struggling. What's going on here? And I hope that people are understanding, Okay, those Trump supporters that I thought were just racist, you know, whatever. They weren't being racist. They were telling us the truth. They're telling us you can't have an open border. It's going to ruin everything. It's going to clog up the infrastructure. I mean, just now that they're experiencing, I hope they realize, I hope they're able to look back and say, gee, that wasn't racist, what they were saying. That was true. Now that I see it, I worry that there's a lot of people who are out there going, no, 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 they're still right. They wanted to shut the border because they're racist and evil. and I still oppose them. But, you know, my neighborhood shouldn't be affected by this. And I don't want them in my neighborhood. I hope that there's not that cognitive dissonance going on. I hope people can understand that what we've always supported is everybody of every race, color, and creed in America having a chance to participate as Americans in this great experiment that we're all engaged in. Not one one group or a group of foreigners having benefit over American citizens. Uh, it all seems so obvious to me, but uh, sometimes it's uh, it's I guess it's not obvious if um, if you haven't heard the argument made. And I used to also be, I mean, I'll say probably in 2015, I was amenable to the libertarian argument that was like, ah, it's just a line on the ground, man. These are just people. Let the free market decide. And it was actually listening to Donald Trump and going, oh, this actually makes a lot of sense. We're not a country if we don't have a border. Yeah, that seems pretty obvious, actually. All you need to be is open-minded. All you need to be is able to actually listen to what people are saying and taking it seriously and not just – you know, assuming that it's some racist dog whistle that they're concealing with whatever, just listen and go, oh, that's, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. We should have a wall. <laughs> Gee, what do you know? And if only we had a wall. If only we had a wall, then we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in now. We wouldn't be having to talk about, get, you know, expelling or deporting 20 plus million people from our country. It's not that they're creating a situation that's unsolvable. They're just making it more difficult to solve by having open borders. Now, we're going to be joined in the next hour by Gabrielle Clark. She's a mother, activist, and educator. Before we do that, I do want to remind you that everything we do here at InfoWars, as we continue to dominate in cyberspace and take advantage of the new technological vistas that are opening up in front of us. Everything that we do is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com, which means it's brought to you by you. If you support us at InfoWarsStore.com, we will continue to innovate. We will continue to spread reality. We will continue to spread a love and defense of humanity against the globalist incursions on our basic human rights. InfoWarsStore.com. If you go there, we'll continue. If you don't, we won't. It's as simple as that. 
40% off TurboForce Plus, 40% off Winter Sun Plus, 30% off Next Level Foundational Energy. Incredible supplements on sale right now at InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be back on the other side with our guest, Gabrielle Clark, talking about how to defend your children from the insinuation of globalist ideas in public schools. Stay with us for that. Stay tuned to Spaces, and we'll be right back. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious, and you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taking place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I worked in the United States Senate Environment and Public Works Committee back in, it was 2007, the UN came out with their big agricultural report where they said that cow emissions were more harmful to the planet than all the trains, planes, and automobiles combined. And this was the beginning or the acceleration of going after the global food supply. And what happened in that, in, in the interim time is there's all sorts of people in Hollywood, people like, excuse me, Nicole Kidman pushing insect eating, uh, uh, with Vanity Fair actually like eating live insects, which I never understood where the animal rights people were with pushing that. We're seeing this madness spread everywhere now. Uh, in Ireland, they're going to call 200,000 cows over three years to meet the net zero climate goals. Germany, this is their German newspaper, the Daily Bild, one sausage per month, according to the government's new proposal with the German Nutritional Society. This is real. It's happening. It's not theoretical. We're not talking about down the road. You saw the video clip John Kerry announced in, uh, earlier in June that we're now going to be targeting American agriculture. 
What happens is these politicians, and yes, uh, even Republican politicians sign on to these UN climate treaties and the, and, uh, UN climate reports. Not so much George W. Bush, uh, not Donald Trump, but certainly George H.W. Bush, but at these summits, and of course with Obama and Biden, they sign on to, I will limit, with along with these other politicians, I'll limit the Earth's temperature to two degrees, and I'll limit up to 1.5 degrees, and we'll double down on net zero. Like modern witches arguing over how they're going to fine-tune the Earth's climate. Well, this grandstanding has real consequences, because they then have net zero goals, a treaty that they sign, like the UN Paris Agreement, they go home. In the case of the Netherlands, where they wanted to eliminate up to almost 12,000 family-run small farms before the farmers fought back, a court order that they had to comply with these net zero commitments. And this is what's now happening both in our automotive industry and our food and energy industry. We've committed ourselves and now we're forced to come out and start reorienting every aspect of society. This is the intentional collapse of food, agriculture, energy, and to boot our free speech so we can't complain about it. Uh, and this, so what's happening right now as we go forward, as the United States just approved lab-grown meat, the United States is approving insects, and we have John Kerry now expanding this. They're already decimating farming in Australia, in uh, in Canada. We're seeing the results of it in all throughout Europe, and we're seeing we saw the results of it in Sri Lanka, where the World Economic Forum touted their big uh, non-modern organic return to organic farming, and of course the whole country, the presidential palace was overrun. So this is our. There's an old Chinese proverb: when there are many, when there's food on the table, there are many problems. When there's no food, there's only one problem, and right now, we are facing a situation where they're creating intentional chaos and scarcity to force us to look, as they're saying, to buy insects, to buy uh, this lab-grown meat. And we even have elementary school kids in Europe, the United States, Australia. They're giving kids these cricket-based snacks that are, look like potato chips, oil, seasoning, and they're told, and this is an exact quote, to go home and pester their parents that insects are good to eat. This is how they're doing a PSYOP, both globally and they're aiming at the kids. They're Giving kids, kids are more likely to eat a bug today than any adult. They're pushing this throughout public schools. So that was Mark Murano from Wide Awake, uh, Wide Awake Media. That video is posted by Wide Awake Media. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be joined on the other side. Just a quick one-minute commercial break here. And then Gabrielle Clark joins us. She's a mother who fought against school indoctrination to successfully liberate her kids from uh, the, the clutches of the globalist educators. We're gonna, I'm gonna try to, I'm hoping my voice makes it through. It's like the, the last mile of a, of an Iron Man. And you can tell at the beginning of each segment, my voice is fine, then by the end it sort of phases out. I'm not actually sick, I just, I've been so busy this week, I haven't had time to like rest and actually heal. I'm like a, like a sprinter that twisted my ankle and I just keep running races. So I apologize for the, the raspiness of my voice, but uh, we'll make it through this last hour and uh, hopefully we'll let uh, Gabrielle Clark do a lot of the talking in the next few segments. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Infowarsstore.com is how you support us in our effort to defeat the globalist. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab and you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. 
So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com. Look at the ingredients and investigate it and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the third hour of the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very happy to welcome my guest, Gabrielle Clark. She's a mother, an activist, and an educator who has fought against school indoctrination to successfully liberate the hearts and minds of her two children, who are both traumatized in different ways by radical gender ideology and critical race theory. Through her heartfelt and hard-fought battles, she created the methodology of the Affirming Reality Program. We're lucky to have her here with us today to share her insights on how to conquer the scourge that has its sights on your children. You can follow her on X at Gabs Clark 5 and the website is affirmingreality.com. Uh, welcome to the show, Gabrielle. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it was my pleasure and just off off the top from first blush affirming reality program. I like the sound of that. Uh, tell us what this is all about. So my daughter was socially transitioned into believing she was a boy, and this, of course, is ridiculous. There is no child born in the wrong body. And she didn't necessarily believe that she was a boy. She was suffering from um, the effects of the social contagion. Right. And I created a program to help her successfully desist. And now I coach other parents so they can help their children as well. So how old was she when she was convinced that she was in the wrong body? I would say I would say roughly around 12, but that's just that's just a rough estimate because a lot of this stuff goes on long before the parents are made aware. Right. So it's it's um it's it's hard to tell when it, it when in fact your children are being indoctrinated. I mean it comes from you know a trifecta of you know social contagion, mm-hmm. uh, peer mm-hmm. pressure. Peer, peer pressure, social media, um, and and affirming uh, affirming um, ideation from from administrators and educators and um, authority figures, doctors and therapists. Right, and and we know that part of the indoctrination is to tell kids your parents won't understand, so keep this from them. We'll call you he at school. But then, you know, we won't tell your parents that we do that. So, I mean, that's a scary reality that parents need to be made aware of. I mean, if they're not aware of this, they they don't know that this is actually a key aspect of the indoctrination is hiding it from your parents. Was there anything um, that you noticed with your your daughter being told to, like, not tell you this? You know, I never really gave it that much. um, I never really gave it that much latitude when I found out what was going on with my daughter. When I realized um, how bad it was getting and when I understood that this was not a genuine and authentic um, 
idea in her mind. Mm -hmm. That was when mm -hmm. I just I took action. And I the only confirmation that I had was that a an administrator um called her by a boy's name in a in a discussion and that was all the that was all that I needed to get out of there. And we we created a plan. I created a plan very similar to the plan that that domestic violence abuse sufferers create in order to escape their abuser. Um, I was afraid that the school would activate CPS against me like they have done for so many families. Um, I was in, I've been in touch with the Colstad family up in Montana. Their daughter was taken away from them because she um, expressed suicidal ideation. She was, she was taken by CPS without any prior um, incidents taken to another state, hospitalized, brought back to Montana, and then placed in a group home where they have socially transitioned her. Oh She's God. been there for five months, and we're helping the family right now. So I, I wasn't going to let anybody take my kid. Right. <laughs> when I realized what was going on and I saw the situation, um, I made a beeline for my hometown of Houston, Texas be with my family yeah no it's i mean it's terrifying I mean, that's terrifying it is that agents of the state would come to take your children because other agents of the state have convinced them that they're in the wrong i mean it's just it's also horrifying and you know we pay attention to this like people who are interested in this and, and are, are reading the headlines and, and finding the stories that maybe aren't making it to the headlines we're aware this is going on but then i've had experiences in my life where like like a co-worker of my wife's at one point, she has a daughter, I think, in kindergarten, like under 12, probably under 10. And she's like, yeah, she goes by a boy's name now. Like she was just kind of baffled by it. Like you could tell she just didn't know what this was coming from. And she's like, so we're just supporting her. And I almost felt bad. I wanted to be like, your daughter is a victim. You need to protect your daughter from these people. But I felt kind of uncomfortable because it's not my space. So it. I, I like that you have a program that maybe I could just go, hey, why don't you check out this website? Maybe this can tell you what's actually going on. It, are, do you do you think that most parents realize this is happening or are most parents sort of like you where they just they hear a, a male name one day and they go, wait, what is going on here? Like, I think a lot of parents are not aware that any of this is going on, let alone that it might be happening to their own children. A lot of parents are vaguely aware. I mean, it, there are varying degrees of of the severity in all of this. Um, but I would say that a lot of parents, when they do know, they just don't know what to do. Right. Um, they just have no idea how to tackle a situation like this. Um, you know, I help I help people parent their children into desistance. Um, through AffirmingReality.com. But, you know, I opened up Affirming Reality to include Affirming Reality Connected so that we could educate the public, so that we could help individual families. You can pass all the laws in the world, but it's not going to change what's going on in someone's home. It's mm -hmm. not, that's not mm -hmm. going to offer any real um, relief to the problems that are going on in individual households. Um, you know, I hear stories all the time. Men who come to me because their wives have socially transitioned their young, young children right. in order to gain mm -hmm. a leg up in a divorce proceeding. Um, 
I've I've had um, mothers come to me because their daughters are transitioning and threatening to kill themselves. And so they don't know what to do. So they affirm them. Right. Um, I had a parent who affirmed who uh, transitioned her own child when he was only two years old because he showed all of the signs that the medical professionals told told everyone were signs of a of a trans identifying child. So she thought she was doing the right thing according to what the doctors and medical professionals and therapy professionals were telling telling us all. Right. Um, and the young man lived as a girl for 12 years and she was able to help him successfully desist through my program. Wow. There's, yeah. there is so much, there are so many layers. Um, a lot of people just need a soft place to land to know, to let them know that what they're, what they're experiencing with their children and their instincts that they have to protect their children are the right ones. Right. And that the people right. telling them, um, that they need to ignore their instincts, those people are harming their children. A hundred percent. And I mean, it's, it's a brutal form of emotional blackmail. I think when, when you yes. have doctors and authorities saying you can either have a live daughter or a dead son, you know, if you don't do yes. this, your son will kill himself. So don't you want to do, I mean, that as a parent, it's like, okay, whatever, whatever you have to do, just like, I want him alive. I mean, brutal. And, and you sort of associated with domestic violence. And I always find a continuity, whether it's uh, an abusive spouse abusing, you know, their spouse and, and keeping them in a state of terror or in a, in a collective sense, you know, these these maneuvers being done against parents. It's very simple, but but exploitative psychology that's taking place here. So can you talk a little bit about that, about the the psychology behind uh, your method of of uh, detransitioning or, or desisting? That's the word you use. What's the psychology behind it? So the difference between detransition and desisting, um, a detransitioner has been medicalized, meaning they've had um, puberty blockers, wrong sex hormones, and uh, surgical procedures. Social transition is is the basically the gateway to that, right? It, that is when you're identifying as something other than your natal sex, whether right. it be non-binary right. or trans or queer. Any one of those, any one of those is living in a delusion. That is the social transition. And so when we talk and, and that is called desistance. When you when you um when you reverse the effects of the social transition that is called desisting and the the psychology behind it you know i'm not a psychologist okay right. i'm just a, a, a somebody who understands common sense right. right i'm just somebody who realizes common sense and when it was time for me to help my daughter desist i really had to think about all of the elements included in this problem um, the, there, the first and foremost was the environment. And so, you know, the first step in, in my affirming reality program is to remove them from that toxic environment, right. which is what we did. Yeah. Um, the second element to address, um, in order to, you know, get your child in, in the right frame of mind is to, um, address the social media addiction. 
You know, a lot of us in this country are suffering from some sort of social media addiction, some a device addiction, right. whether it be video right. games or or our phones. We have to have, you know, we have to have that um, little dopamine hit. And so children have no, they really don't have any defense against that. They don't have the wherewithal as young people to say, let me put my phone down and go touch grass, right? Mm -hmm. um, so getting, getting, getting my child out of that addicted mindset was was key so that she was able to hear everything that I was saying and listen to every single thing I was saying. And I think that a lot of parents are are lied to. They're lied to, they're blackmailed, they're manipulated, um they're they're um given these these impossible choices, um, this false dichotomy. And I, that's one of the things that I teach parents. I teach them how to recognize what I call parallel language messaging. Um, you know, if you go to courageisahabit.com, I think they have a whole, they have a whole, uh, training on how to recognize woke speak, if you will. Right. And that is, you know, they use the same words, but they change the dictionary. Right. Um, I call it parallel language messaging, and this is how I am able to teach the parents how to understand exactly what it is that their their teachers or their therapists or any kind of authority figure that is is trying to convince the parents that this is okay. Um, you know, and it's been very successful. A lot of parents did not realize that. Some of the things their um, their therapists or teachers were telling them, it sounds really nice. Mm -hmm. They didn't realize what the implications of it were until uh, was until it was too late. So I teach them how to recognize it. I teach it how to speak it back to them. I teach it teach them how to um, d dismantle it with their own children. It's amazing how powerful language is in, in this whole conflict. Again, the website is affirmingreality.com, which again, I think just sums it up perfectly. And it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because it's not just, I mean, if you think about a kid right now who, who has social media and, and engages in mainstream media and goes to school, it's like you've got teachers and, uh, um, you know, advisors in the school pushing this, you, the doctors and the therapists are pushing this. The social media is obviously pushing this extremely hard. Even the media they watch on Netflix or Disney or whatever, they're also pushing. So, I mean, it's not, it's not one person sort of corrupting a child. It's all of society contributing to this corruption. How do you overcome that level of influence? I mean, I understand you could take your kid out of school, but do you have to separate him from everything? Talk, you know, talk a little bit about how you defend against this onslaught from every angle. This seems daunting. You know, sometimes it is daunting. Sometimes it is daunting, but it's similar to um, when you when you realize that your child has an allergy, right? Mm. Say they have an allergy to um, to something to an unknown source. So you take them off of everything and give them a simple, simple diet, and then you reintroduce things. And when there's a reaction, then you handle it, right? So that's it. That's kind of how affirming reality that program program works. 
You you pull the children out of the environment. You get them out of the social media addiction. You get them um, surrounded by family, by positive influences, get them physically active. And that is key because when you are moving your body, you are aware you are much, much more aware of your masculinity or your femininity, right. femininity and right. the abilities that come with both and wow. the, the disadvantages mm-hmm. of both, the reality of both. So um, th- once you get that established and start bond building and having more conversations with your children, then you're able to reintroduce them to to outside influences. And believe me, they have a completely different view once they realize how 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 much of society has influenced them. Yeah. It is really mm-hmm. remarkable. That is, and I never thought about that, the connection between the, you know, participating in the physical world, maybe going out and playing sports or just doing something physical and how, how much easier it is to detach yourself from physical reality when you're, when you live in a digital world where everything is pixels. I mean, you know, who's to say whether you're a boy or a girl on the internet, but in reality, in the real world, physically interacting, uh, it's got, it's got to become obvious. I'd never thought about that before. And, and talking about your parallel language messaging, I think that's a great phrase. And one of the things I know parents struggle with, because we all want to be good people and we all want to be loving people to our children. And they're told that to oppose your child's transition is to hate them, is to condemn them, right? You're transphobic if you do that. Can you talk a little bit about how that's so inverted and that it's, it's a, from a place of love that you're approaching real, you know, getting your kid back to reality. It's not because you hate trans people. It's because you love your child. I mean, I can, I can hear that from your voice, but maybe you can, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, how this, this is an act of love for your child to protect them from this. Well, you know, when you're talking about teenagers, there's a certain level of, (laughs) of, um, rebelliousness that you're going to encounter. Right. But once, like I said, once you get them out of the addicted mind, when you get them into their right mind, you know, um, I explained it to my daughter. I, I said, I said, you know that I am a lazy person. I would not bother if I thought this were good for you. Right. <laughs> I love you. And this is why I'm, I'm trying to, um, show you what real life is really like. And give you all of the gifts and show you all of the gifts that you already have. Just because you, you know, have a ratchet set in your bed and just because you like petticoats, just because you um, are, are good at, you know, putting together the dishwasher, just because you love makeup, that, that doesn't mean you have to choose. Right. And you don't have to choose the you don't have to choose the things that you love the most, you know, that loving to to engineer things, loving robotics, loving STEM, loving uh, doing boy things does not make you a boy. It makes you a badass girl. And once you give them that um, that self-worth and that self-love and that self-confidence, 
then they you don't they know that you love them. They know that you are the one who is their safe place, not their glitter family. Yeah, it's uh and of course it's just it's the the biggest irony where it's gone from like, well, you know, girls don't have to like pink and play with dolls to suddenly if you like pink and play with dolls you are a girl even th- I mean so it's it's all sort of their whole ideology is all fractious and fragmented and and doesn't actually comport with other parts of the ideology it's not reality and so we're trying to bring them back to reality again my guest is Gabrielle Clark mother activist and educator she founded affirming reality program affirmingreality.com you can follow her on x at gabs clark 5 and I guess as, as we're, we're only about a little over two minutes left in this segment, uh, what is your advice for somebody that may be listening right now that either is going through this with their child, and of course then go to affirmingreality.com, or even more so somebody who maybe their, their brother, you know, their niece, their niece or their nephew is going through this and they don't know how to approach it with their sister or brother to, to introduce this. How, what's the first step if you see this going on with a kid they just being social uh, infected by this in, uh, social contagion what's the first step in in approaching uh, this issue well i am opening affirmingreality.com i'm o- opening it to affirming reality connected to address some of the more broad issues like finding a community for aunts and uncles or, you know, finding a community for people who want to um, engage in activism, those fathers that um, I spoke about earlier, whose, you know, whose uh, wives are activating the uh, legal system against them. Those, this is, this is what I'm trying to do to get Affirming Reality connected. And our website will be up very soon. Um, but until, until that time, you know, reach out to me either at affirmingreality.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter. Um, I will say this, you know, as far as as far as society goes, if we don't start working together on how to get this scourge out of our culture, out of our society, it will it will take over. I mean, the construct the cons the Colstrap family is a very good example of you know how in a red state with a with a, a Republican governor with laws in place to stop medical transition, they still, they still had their, had their daughter taken away. Um, no, it's just a, we, it's a, it's a parent's all, nightmare, honestly. It is. It is apparent that that very same, the, a, a story very similar to that was what in, was what inspired me to come forward um, after I was able to help my daughter desist, um, I didn't want to speak out about it because I was ashamed and I was embarrassed right. because I was fighting indoctrination already. And I couldn't believe that it happened to us. But, you wow. know, when I heard about a mother whose whose daughter stepped in front of a train, um, oh Abigail Martinez, that was when I said, you know what, it's selfish for me to to keep this to myself i have a solution Absolutely. so i'm gonna do everything i can to wow, well, there she is thank Look goodness at that. <laughs> incredible stuff gabrielle <laughs> clark at gabs clark 5 affirming thank you so much for everything that you do and for coming on and sharing it with us
powerful stuff. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking it? About four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But, so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. 
Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, info warriors of all ages from all around the world, of every race, color, and creed. Welcome to The Resistance. What an incredibly powerful message from Gabrielle Clark about how to resist transgender indoctrination that may be happening under your very nose in public school and, and anywhere else. We're going to go out to the spaces once again. Uh, once again, this is a, a unique space that we're doing. If you're used to Twitter spaces, we run things a little bit differently here. We do have to have commercial breaks, unfortunately, but it's a necessity with the fact that we are a radio show that is simulcasting on terrestrial radio, Bandai Video, Infowars.com forward slash show, Rumble, everywhere else, and on spaces as well. So I just ask that you not curse because we are on terrestrial radio. We are under the purview of the FCC. And they don't like us saying certain four-letter words. So if you mutter one of those forbidden words, you will be kicked without ceremony. And if you want to speak, uh, I ask that you request, since I'm running the show and the space at the same time, I don't always have time to go through and uh, and find people that I think are interesting. So if you want to listen or if you want to speak, go ahead and uh, and request, and we would be happy to uh, to bring you up. And right now I've just brought up CCGJ, the Narrative Destroyer, who has uh, has joined us. If you want to take yourself Live and unmute your mic. Uh, welcome to the show, Jay. And uh, as we Hi. wait, hey, what's up, Jay? I just wanted to start off by saying, if you guys haven't checked out the damn backpack on on uh, InfoWarsStore.com, you need to check it out. It, it is the coolest backpack probably you will ever see for the money, um, and I believe there's a sale on it as well. Very nice, um, very nice. Now, lots, lots of sales, lots of great products at InfoWarsStore.com. We, we don't, you don't have to say it, but we do appreciate it when you, when you do. Go ahead, Jay. Okay, so, okay, so, my thing is, is New Hampshire is behind Texas, and I put a lot of pressure on Sununu here to make him do it. He was one of the last ones to do it, but he did it. Um, and I'm proud of him for doing that, even though he's not really a great guy. Um, but, New Hampshire makes all the guns. So if you want to really come to us with the guns, we're going we're gonna to come at you back. I mean, <laughs> Texas and New Hampshire, you can't beat us. I didn't know that. So does, does New Hampshire have a big gun manufacturing base? Yes. we. If you look it up per capita, we have more guns per capita than even Texas. So, I mean, like... This is the gun capital of the USA. <laughs> so you, you don't want to mess with New Hampshire and Texas. Like that duo would be able to take out many forces. Yeah. I mean, they don't want to mess with us at all. I mean, do you think that, I don't know. I mean, obviously we've been sounding the alarm about some of the things they've done with the military forces over the last few years, whether it's the COVID vaccine requirement or, you know, any other number of things where it's like, it seems like they are deliberately weeding out after January 6th, they went through and said, you're a MAGA extremist and you'll be removed from the armed forces. If you have a come and take it flag, or if you have a, a Gadsden flag, or if you have the Betsy Ross flag, I mean, so they seemingly have deliberately weeded out hardcore patriots from the military, which means that you're left with people that maybe don't understand the rights that they have pledged themselves to protect and therefore may be willing to actually attack American citizens. What do you think the likelihood that that 
happens now, I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm too optimistic, but I just can't see an American military force following orders to go attack the Texas National Guard or go attack a bunch of citizens, uh, you know, parading on the border with, with their trucks or doing a convoy or something. Jay, what do you think the likelihood is that the U.S. military would actually attack its own citizens? Unlikely. They don't have the balls. They know, they know better than doing that, man. Come on. That, that would be like going and attacking your main source of everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so, so, so let's, let's not talk about like, like whether it's going to be a physical thing. Okay. Because they're already afraid. They're not, yeah. they're not going to want to go there. But at the end of the day, what we need to do is we need to just stay, you know, praying, stay for God and just do the right things. Stand up for yourself. You hear somebody next to you talking crap, just play peacefully and politely correct them. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, there are ways to handle these situations. But if you're not going to InfoWorkStore.com and you're not helping out Harrison and you're not sharing his stuff, I mean, the dude's a good guy. We all know he's a good guy. Let's promote him a little bit. He, the fact that he only has, like, what, 50K followers, that's ridiculous. That man should have 300,000 easily. It's easily should have 300,000. So if you're not following Harrison Smith, do it now. Well, thank you very much. I do appreciate that. And, uh, you know, luckily I don't uh, take any personal pride or shame in my follower account. I think 50,000 is a shockingly large number of people to subscribe to me, so I'm I'm happy with it. But I also know that... I am massively suppressed on X. Like, it's not even debatable. Month to month, at one point, a couple months after I got my account back, my follower, the number of followers I was gaining literally went down by nine-tenths. Like, I I went from gaining 9,000 followers in a month to 900 followers in a month. So that's not natural. That's on purpose. They're doing that. So it sort of sucks because I would like to know, you know, if I say something, that people like, it's popular, and now I know that. But with all the algorithmic manipulation, I just, I just don't take any of it very seriously. But I, I do appreciate that, and you should go follow me, absolutely. All right, I'm going to bring up uh, Chris Borg. Chris Borg, Chris underscore Borg underscore has requested to speak. So as as he uh, connects, uh, feel free to take yourself live, Chris, and welcome to the show. Go ahead and uh, unmute your mic if you want to speak. Good morning. Thanks for having me up today. Can you hear me okay? I can. I can hear you. It's. Uh, I can hear you okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So I'm scrolling through Twitter the last few days, and all I see here lately is a bunch of posts about civil war and the border and everything else going along with that. I'm starting to see people talking about how they're going down to the border and they're going to do something, whatever. So for anybody thinking about going to the border, just don't. We all saw what happened to the January 6th people that went over there. We all see what happens to anybody who does anything like that. Even if you're going over there with the best intentions in mind and, you know, you're you're going to wave a, a placard around or you're going to wave a, a sign around or you're going to, you know, whatever, just don't. Just stay home because it's not going to end well for anyone that goes there. It's just not a good idea. Yeah, and, that, and that's, I, you know, I talked a little bit about that yesterday and the day before. You know, this idea of, like, what is the – I was kind of mad at Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's like, where are the men of Texas? Why aren't you defending the border? And it's like, what do you, what do you expect us to do? You think 
I mean, the number of people that would be required to actually have a to make a tangible difference in the inflow would be massive. I mean, so the numbers would be impossible to to gain if you don't have those numbers. Then what? You're just a small militia. What are you going to do? Arrest the people? But you don't have jails. Like none of that makes any sense. If you want to go protest, go protest at the state capitol. Go petition your congressmen or senators or the Supreme Court of your state or your governor. Go talk to them because this is a political problem with a political solution. What do you think about that, uh, Chris? I mean, you're not saying don't do anything. You're just saying don't go down to the border and fall for a a honey trap. So I'm a truck driver in Louisiana. And yesterday I got passed by 12 Florida state troopers heading westbound. And I'm assuming they're going in the direction of the border. So if you're just a small town guy, you have no law enforcement background, you have no post certification, anything like that. And you go to the border and you try to detain someone, you're going to get arrested for false detainment. Of course, because you're not a law enforcement officer. You're not authorized. Don't don't. Try to do anything like that, but then that's just silly. I agree. And, and look, um, and Alex is pointing this out too. Uh, we're going to have to go to a commercial break in about 30 seconds. Thank you so much for your contribution, Chris. Chris Borg, everyone, uh, go follow him because I think you're exactly right. And Alex has pointed out the one thing that the globalists really want right now is some massive problem at the border caused by patriots so that they can crack down and say, look how dangerous these MAGA Republicans are. That's the last thing that we want. So don't even put yourself in a position to be used in a false flag in that situation. Just don't do it. Remain peaceful. Call your governors. Support the governors that are supporting Texas. Speak out politically. This is a political problem. It necessitates a political solution. I'm not on team NFL. I'm not on team NBA. I'm not on team Olympics. I'm not on team globalist or wokeism in the new world order. I'm on team humanity, ladies and gentlemen, that loves God and loves our families and loves humanity and knows that we're destined to do even more incredible things than we've already done together. And so, inspired by my conversation with Elon Musk recently, where he agreed with my idea to call it Team Humanity, we've launched two limited edition t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com. Let people know that, hey, it isn't about the football games or it isn't even about the UFC. It's about Team Humanity being under globalist attack. You can wear it. It's a great conversation starter. And you know it's supporting the info war that is at the very tip of the spear in the fight for Team Humanity. Get your limited edition Team Humanity t-shirts right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com. Look at the ingredients and investigate it and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now. InfoWarsStore.com.
29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic B complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Have you tried taking the real red pill? A one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most powerful ingredients in Real Red Pill Plus is pregnanolone. Pregnanolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit Visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the real red pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the InfoWars Roundtable. We are live on Twitter Spaces, taking your comments. I see Sean Dunn has requested. I asked the crew who they thought I should bring up next. They said, well, Sean Dunn has cool eyes, so sometimes that's all it takes. Sean, if you want to uh, go ahead and take yourself live, uh, you can... Um, Join the show. Join the space and uh, tell us what you're thinking about the goings-on. I just had a friend text me. Another friend named Sean, actually, text me just randomly out of nowhere. Hey, man, Texas going to war? What's going on here? <laughs> I haven't talked to him in like a week, and he's just like, <laughs> I just woke up. Texas going to war. Do I need to get to Texas right now? I don't think Texas is going to war anytime soon, although I guess the the 24-hour time limit that the Biden administration is has either passed or is going to pass and Nothing is developed here. Sean Dunn, thank you for uh, joining us. You are now uh, live in the space. What's on your mind? Hi, Harrison. Thanks for having me up. Um, yeah, you, you know, I, I'm kind of, I don't agree with these people that are saying don't go. Um, we have freedom of movement, and I haven't heard a single person in at least the circles that I'm paying attention to saying we should go there and try to apprehend people. Mm. This is about showing that there's numbers of people that are against what's happening um, and exercising our freedom of movement and assembly in this country. Right. And, you know, the first step of dangerous censorship is when you decide to censor yourself and when you decide to not act because you're afraid of being set up in some federal thing. Um, I think that's exactly what they would want us to do. So um, I'm actually down uh, near the border in Big Bend where there's not this issue, but 
feeling inspired to go join the convoy and just have eyes on it for myself and stay peaceful and and sh- and show my presence there and and see what I can see for myself. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, I've made that same argument over and over that you know if they if you're if we are so scared by what happened on January sixth that we don't protest because we're so scared it's going to happen again. Like they get everything that they want. If they're going to suppress our speech, you should at least make them suppress your speech, not do it for them, do it on their behalf. But same time, you got to balance the reality of the situation. We understand that our government will do extraordinary things to punish their opponents for, uh, you know, perceived participation in some sort of insurrection. So I think it's more about being careful. And I, I mean, the convoy is a great idea. I'm all in favor of the convoy. I'm all in favor of protesting. It's just I've seen comments from people saying, we got to go down there and protect the border ourselves. That I'm like, that uh, doesn't make any sense. That's just tactically, strategically a dead end, an impossibility. Political problem, political solution, political participation means going out and being involved and speaking out and protesting and doing all that stuff, which I think is all uh, perfectly good, good and reasonable. How is it in, in Big Bend, Sean? Big Bend's one of the craziest places in America. I mean, you feel like you're on Mars when you're in that <laughs> landscape. Uh, but it's right there on the on the border. I mean, I've crossed into Mexico, went on a camping trip to Big Bend. And uh, when I was there in middle school and stuff, you would routinely have like we'd go there on a school trip and we'd take little uh, trips, you know, little canoe trips across the Rio Grande to go have lunch in, in a Mexican town. Is it still like that? How open is Big Bend? And is it a is it a place where people are crossing or not? Uh, I don't believe people are crossing. Um, I mean, I have some property down here. I don't live down here full time. Um, you know, but I'm not, I don't see people walking on the highway. The, the locals that I'm talking to haven't said, Oh my goodness, it's crazy. I mean, it's so rugged out here and so far from a population center, um, that, you know, and, and I don't believe it's on any of the maps that these people are being given starting down at the Darien Gap to come here, um, because it is so remote. And so I don't, I don't feel this area is, is affected, um, the way the other areas are. Well, thank goodness. Cause it is um, a, yeah, you a know, beautiful people, reserve. Yeah, and, and just to, uh, real quick on what you said, I think the people that are saying go down there and do that are either one out of their mind or those are the feds. And we just got to ignore those people and be peaceful. And that's why we're counter signaling them. But, uh, thank you, Sean, for, yeah, I, I, I agree. When I, I'm not saying, oh, you know, be so scared of the government that you don't exercise your First Amendment right. Your rights are what you exercise. If you exercise your first amendment right, then you have it. If you don't, then you don't. And, uh, I completely agree with that sentiment. Thank you very much for that input. We're going to bring up, uh, Matt Baker here. Uh, thank you. As I know, you've, uh, retweeted it and our, our big help in bringing people in and, and helping us to, uh, make spaces, uh, an integral part of InfoWars' future. Matt Baker, aka Dreadlock Alex Jones. How, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. I really just was going to be a speaker so I can uh, add with your engagement. But yeah, man, we got to be able to go down there. We got to be able to show our numbers. Just don't listen to anybody say, we got to go into Mexico. We got to go into Mexico. Come on, keep your heads on straight, guys. We're going to go down. We're going to make a showing. I'm going to go down and keep an eye on what's going on. We have video footage of what's going on. We're going to talk to the people. We're going to do some speeches. We're going to get some social media attention. The news, the local news is going to come down. And we're going to put a good face on it. This this story is not like it used to be. The average the average liberal now is seeing what's going on. This stuff is matriculating into their mind. They're seeing what's going on in New York. 
Everybody's starting to get the picture of what's going on. And we're just going to go down and we're going to shine a spotlight on it. And we're not going to go into Mexico. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> you can Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. And actually, we... uh I don't know if you saw this meme, Matt, but uh, the PSYOP cop, Reese, our editor, actually put out a Photoshop yesterday of of that exact thing. We have to go in, into Mexico. Don't fall for it, folks. That's a Fed. Chant Fed at him until he goes away. That's the only way to treat these people. Uh, awesome stuff, as always, uh, Matt. Let's go to Deep State Blues. He's a veteran, or she, I don't know, is a veteran, a patriot, photographer, foodie, lover of all animals at Deep underscore State Blues. Uh, feel free to take yourself live and join the space. This feels weird. It feels weird to like surrender control when I have to say like, "Hey, take yourself live." Yeah. But okay. uh, but there you mm-hmm. go. Okay, welcome, uh, Deep State Deep State Blues. Hey, how you doing? I just wanted to touch on you were talking about Tucker Carlson uh, telling people to go down there. What's wrong with the people of Texas? When where he's from, La Jolla, you know, they just had that migrant boat show up on the beach and everybody run to a vehicle that was waiting. So clearly this is all, you know, coordinated through NGOs and through our own government. And we see it. And I I wonder when I hear Tucker talk, is he just trying to get people, you know, is he controlled opposition? Is he just trying to get you to go react and go do something? And then they put their control agents in with you like they did on January 6th. Mm. And well, get say, you to do something illegal. Yeah, I'll say I don't think I don't think he's controlled opposition. I think he's the real deal, and I think it just re- reflects sort of a frustration that we all feel of just like why is nobody doing mm-hmm. anything about this? But I talked about it on Tuesday or so whenever. He's just not that smart. Well, I don't even I don't even want to say he's not that. I mean, I love Tucker, but I was a little yeah, frustrated with well, and and the, the image I too. The, but the I image think I was uh, he says things that are just dumb. Yeah, well, the the image I was thinking of is just him, you know, fly fishing in Maine going, why aren't you fighting the cartels, right. guys? And it's like, well, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? We got to do this? Yeah, exactly. It's a little frustrating. Exactly. It's a little frustrating. When I, yeah, when I heard him say that, I was like, you know, where are you at? Yeah. You're nowhere near this. You're not putting yourself in harm's way. Yeah, a little frustrating. That's just my thought on that. But again, it's, you know, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. I think that people would love to go out and volunteer. And I've said it a million times. If it was just anarchy, if it was just, you know, no government, we could solve this. Citizens could solve this problem pretty simply. But the problem is this anarcho tyranny where the government is opening our border and then will arrest us and probably charge us with. I mean, they, they will, right? There's a guy in Arizona. He's being charged exactly. with murder because he shot at cartel members that were on his land armed trespassing. He is now, you know, facing life in prison because he defended his own property from foreign invaders. This is anarcho-tyranny. It's unsustainable and unacceptable, and it it requires a political solution, in my opinion. Thank you so much for that deep state blues at deep underscore state blues. Awesome stuff. Uh, but I'm going to remove you now because we only have about a minute and a half left. We're going to go to Liberty Cola. You requested to speak. Uh, we don't have too much time, but uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Liberty Cola. As soon as you connect and tune in, and I remind you, we're we're still working out the kinks here with the with the uh, spaces stuff. I think it's been going extremely well. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback. The more you can comment, the more you can share the link, the more you can participate in this. The higher up it goes in the algorithm, the more people it gets pushed to, the more successful it is, and the more we'll do it. And uh, starting next week, I think we're going to try to actually on spaces. You won't hear some of the commercial breaks. We'll do like space exclusive little four minute conversations uh, when everybody else is hearing the uh, 
the commercial. So Liberty Cola, we've got about a minute left in the show. What are your thoughts? If you want to take yourself live. Uh, uh, thank you very much. Um, uh, I think that uh, obviously we have a problem with the narco cartels, the fentanyl, uh, the crime, the gangs, uh, once they cross the border. And uh, it's, a, it's a serious problem, absolutely serious. Uh, a woman in another space that mentioned another point that resonated with me, and it got me thinking. She said, you know, if I was living over there, and I, I'm sure some of you have seen these terrible videos where the cartels take chainsaws to people. Oh, they, they, they do terrible things. Yeah, it's awful, awful. They're they're brutal. She said, you know, I, I would do anything to get the heck out of there. Yeah. Uh, I would do anything. And, and, and I realize that she, she has a point, and it all leads back to finding a way to deal with these cartels now. Well, and the cartels are, are, are aligned with our government, which really uh, throws a wrench in the works. Thank you, everybody, for Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone, which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The supercharged special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund our operation, a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wig of America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. While the country has been set on course for imminent collapse, old yeller Biden staggers forward with his job approval rating at 